Blog Talk Radio. You're now Recording tuned in started. to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us spread. Run them up. This is what he does. Older 
even faster as the time flies. But tonight, right here on Culture Freedom Radio, we got an interesting topic of conversation with you right here tonight. Yes, sir, indeed we do. Check it out, brothers and sisters. It's a nice topic of conversation is, do we really know our place of origins as human beings? Do we really know our place of origins as human beings? And let me read some of the things that I have in the description, just some things I have in the description here tonight. I say, do human beings did, I'm sorry, did human beings originally originate here on the planet Earth? Did we all, did we originally, you know, originate here on the planet Earth? This is, did we start off right here? Or check it out. Did mankind originate from some star constellation as some cultures teach? Have y'all ever heard some of these, these, these things? Have y'all heard some of the things that, uh, where there are some cultures and that talks about, um, were they, you know, beings that, uh, whatnot, or, uh, you know, taught them that they came from amongst the stars, or they just said that they came from amongst the stars themselves. Have y'all ever heard that? Hmm, I got some clips, and we're going to go into that. And um, just and one more thing. I says, just how did mankind really get our start here on the planet Earth? Do we actually know, sisters and brothers? I know there are certain things that, we you know, when we read the Bible and maybe the Holy Quran, um, it talks about where well, there's one more. First of all, let me use the Bible first. Um, we talked about um, the creator, you know, God, as it says um, in English, God uh, that created us in the Garden of Eden. Um, some, you know, there's different places where people say the Garden of Eden is located, where it gives you a, a region, and that Garden of Eden would have been specifically here on the planet Earth because it talks about. Uh, several rivers, and we know these rivers originated here on Earth, right? So it says that we were created here on the planet Earth. Well, even the Holy Quran talk about mankind being created, but it talks about there's a surah in there, surah mean chapter and whatnot that says that get ye down from here, get ye down from here. So wait a minute, if we was getting down from here, that means we had to be up on something. It don't really go in Pacific, but it just says when Adam and Eve fell, it says it told them to get ye down here, ye despised and rejected. So what were they getting down from? Were they somewhere else and then cast down to the planet Earth? Hmm. We got some interesting things we're going to just talk about tonight. But this is this interesting topic because do we really know, you know, we can, there, there's a lot of theories and, you know, things of that nature that's out there, you know, different theories and all not, but, um, do do we actually know? You know what I'm saying? Is, is everything just a guesswork or a theory? Because, you know, who asked the first man? And then who asked the first man who was able to ask the first man or woman or whoever else? Um, how did y'all get here? We can't ask that. We can't ask it because they're they gone. But they said man have been around thousands of thousands of years on the planet. So. Um, I don't think we can ask nobody. I don't think we can ask. We can just dig in the dirt and things of that nature and try to uh, wander, but we just don't know. Let me play a little three-minute clip right fast, and we're going to jump into this out here tonight, man, um, and, and get into these things right here. Coach Frida Radio. Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to see which one I'm going to play. I want to jump into this one. This is from the History Channel. 
and uh, it's talking about South Africa. Y'all ever heard of the uh, uh, the Dongon tribe? Y'all ever heard of the Dongon tribe out of, out of Mali, Africa? They talk about some things about this, um, uh, you know, planet. They come from this planet or these beings called the Nomos and things of that nature, um, uh, you know, who said that they came from they came from amongst the stars, uh, series, star constellation, things of nature. Let me play this one. This is from the History Channel. It's called Ancient Aliens. I, I used to watch it all the time. I don't watch it no more, but it's called Ancient Aliens, South Africa Tribe Travel to Other Dimensions. Let's listen to this right fast. The Kalahari Desert, South Africa. Here, the native San Bushmen hold elaborate fireside rituals lasting for hours into the night. During these ceremonies, their shamans perform what's known as a trance dance, through which they reach an altered state of being and access other dimensions. The trance dance is thought to activate an energy in their body called noon, and this energy opens a portal of sorts that enables them to travel into the spirit world. And when the Bushmen activate this energy, they're able to put their hands in the fire without being burned. They can see vast distances, and it's as if in every way, shape, and form, they're transformed into super powerful beings. By accessing the power of Noom energy, it is believed that a shaman who can extract illness, see the inside of the sick, and travel out of their own body to the land of the gods. This Numa goes up the body and then often it goes out of the crown of the head and that's usually when the out-of-body experience occurs and they travel to the spirit world. I've seen a Bushman put a coal in his mouth and he wasn't burnt. They'll put their heads in the fire and although their hair might singe and even catch fire, their face won't be burnt. So something is happening with this Numa energy. They call it boiling energy. It's almost like there's a vibrational change in their whole body and probably in their DNA in some way. Could the so-called Noom energy really be inherent in shamans, accessed only while in a sort of dream state? And is it possible that the genetic makeup of these medicine men is what allows them to access other dimensions? The bush people have a tradition the first tribe ever created. They're the oldest people in the world. DNA tests have shown that they probably are, that all other cultures and all other peoples that spread throughout the world came originally from where the Sun people are now. When we look at the San Bushmen and we see the clear genetic evidence that they are the primordial seed of human civilization and life on Earth, it is possible that their DNA is especially well-equipped to have this potential to access these non-ordinary states of consciousness, which may in fact be a key physically journeying into them, giving these people the ability do things that most of us seemingly cannot. All right. Uh, so with that said, I guess we got to ask the Koi Sand people, how did the hell we get here? Since they were the original people on the planet Earth, I guess we got to ask them, how in the hell did we really get here, y'all? 
<laughs> but that said, let's let's bring our brothers on tonight for the panel discussion on Coach Freedom Radio. Do we really know, my brothers, the the place of origin, our place of origins as human beings? Do we really know is Earth our place of origin, or was it Mars? Because some say we did originate from Mars, and then we left Mars and we came to planet to the planet Earth. Uh, there's different things that we come from. Start to um, what all the what I'm saying to get right, right, get it right, get it right, something right. Did we come from the Sirius star constellation? Did we come from Orion? Where in the Jane Brown get down? Did we get? How did we get here, my brothers? So we got brother Justice on the house in the house tonight, and we got brother Demore Ray David Israel in the house. Do y'all brothers know how we got here, brothers? How in the Jane Brown we got here? Good, 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 uh, good evening to you, there, brother. Sorry, huh? Yeah, peace to you, brother Justice. Peace to you. Yes, sir. Uh, peace, I'm gonna be free to speak. Uh, Hello? Hello? Just, it's just both of y'all talking hey. now. Both of y'all speak. No, oh, no, right. no. I just want to just say, uh, Shalom, Shalom, Maureen, David Israel, the uh, Rabbi, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, Culture Radio, Live Live Radio. Like to say, Barack Obama now handing out Shalom and glad to be the president tonight. And Justice, I would like to hear what you guys say. Come on, let's bring on, bring us, bring us on in, brother. Oh, so Justice got the answer tonight. So you, you let Justice go ahead and answer tonight first. Justice, so I, I guess you got the answer, Justice. He, he, he let you go first. I guess you got his answer. You know, because I'm not quite ready to go first, but I can come on in a few minutes, and you then in about 45 minutes, I'm going to be totally, I'm a, I'm, my attention is full. You go ahead and start, Chief. I'm going to listen to you, and then I'm going to come in after you. Okay, hold on, hold on, Jay. Hey, hey. Oh, you said can come on, Dave? But, banana, banana again. Uh, I'll see you in. Oh, banana? <laughs> no, I ain't going to have her speaking on Culture Freedom Radio, no. <laughs> hey, Justin, you just ain't, you just going to never let, that, that ain't going to never let you down on that one, bro. You ain't going to outlive Oh, that. no, that ain't never going to happen. Stuck with you, right? <laughs> Goddamn banana! No, but I, right. uh, I'll be back in a few. I got something to do. I'll be right back. Okay, your mic open though. Your mic, your mic open. Um, and they, you know, we we there there are different things. Like I remember, as you know, uh, studying as an Awabi, we used to go into different stuff, especially the uh, ancient Sumerian doctrine. Uh, we used to like go into that a, a heavy. And uh, I'm trying to pull this back up. I knocked it off. Um, you know, if you even go into, and this is something that Yoga was presenting before. Now I'm going to go to, it's a Bible called the Seek Not See for Safar Bible. And I'm going to read it some from Safar. And, but if we go to uh, Genesis chapter, what they call Genesis chapter six, there are some interesting things in Genesis chapter six, verse one. You know, I'm just going to see verse one for, um, and I think uh, verse three, for one thing, um, or is it four? But I'm going to read something right fast. It's interesting. And uh, I remember Dr. Yoke was going in there breaking it. I'm going to go into it even from the Tanakh. It says, um, when humankind began to increase on earth and daughters were born to them, born to them, and now the mankind, excuse me, let me start over, y'all, messing up. Go back. 
when human beings began to increase on earth and daughters were born to them, the male among the divine beings saw how pleasing human women were and took wives from amongst them who who they delighted in them. And it says, Yah said, my, my breath shall not abide in humankind forever to his flesh. Uh, let the days allow them to be 120 years. But to go down to verse 4. Now, this is the part right here, brothers and sisters, right here. It says, it was then and later too that the Nephilim appeared on earth when divine beings cohabited with human women who bore them offspring. Such uh, were the heroes of old men of renown. Now, this thing here, Nephilim. Now, hold on. It's, it's two things that really stick out in this. Because, you know, it's two verses. Well, actually three. The number verse one, Mohan, it says when now this is I'm reading from, like I said, this is the, y'all. Y'all can tell this ain't the King James version. Right. This is what they call this the far Bible, uh, basically from from some so-called translated to uh, JP Bible, JP translations that been Jewish publication. Um, and so it was not written by no Protestant Jew. And I'm not really going I'm going too much out of the way. The Protestant, not said Protestant Jew, not written by Protestant Christians. King James was a Protestant, but that's another whole story. So it's not written by Christians. This is written by actually what y'all would call Jews or European Jews. And you see the difference in the translations, but you make it clear here. It says when human, because it's, and y'all got to understand, when you study Near Eastern, Near East, Eastern, what they call philosophies or culture, you will see a lot of these things actually there's in the um in the Sumerian creation story they call the uh, numerolish and things of this nature you will see these things that talk about these beings who came down to the planet earth and all of these things so you this is somewhat what you see here because all of it was in that area at that time so these stories do appear in some of the, the genesis stories and not but but let's go back to right fast and it says when humankind began to increase on earth and daughters were born to them, humankind, right? You see that? And then the number two says, though, this is really the part, right? It says the males among the divine beings, the divine the males, saw how pleasing the human women were. So will y'all listen to that and hear that? And, it said, and, they, and they took wives from them. When you heard that, right, what, what did it sound like? What did that sound like to you? It sounds like, because it said the divine being, when y'all think about it in so-called religious terminologies, it sounds like, okay, there's somebody who's out of space. Somebody's out of space, what we call the celestial heavens, who saw these women, these human women down here on this planet Earth, and saw that they look good, right? They saw, well, boy, she look good to me. Them humans look, boy, them human women look good. They're jacked. You know what I'm saying? We clone them women, boy, they looking good. Hey, look, I'm going to go get me one of them right there. But anyway, so they come down from the celestial skies and and start cohabiting with the women of the earth. So you read this, y'all see it. I'm, I'm not making this up. Y'all see how it's written and how it's written. Now, this is a Tanakh. But let, and then let's go down right fast to, uh, and I'm going to get somehow some things they have in here now because it's a Jewish publication now. And I'm going to click on some they have in the Talmud and stuff that kind of goes into this, right? And it says, and then 
and later too, the Nephilim. Now they say they would translate and say this word Nephilim meaning the giants. But but what's, but check out what this says. And it was then and later too that the Nephilims appeared on earth. Appeared on earth. So these Nephilims were what? They were not of the earth, right? If they appeared on earth, that means they were not originally from here. You remember when I had said they came down? They can't because if I get the King James version, let me get my King James version right fast. If I pull up the King James version and read that, that's what the King James was will, will, will say. Let me pull out the King James right fast and and uh, and, and show you that. And these beings came down. Boy, don't that sound like some what they saw extra what the, extra what they call it, y'all extraterrestrial involvement? Don't that sound like that? Let me see where I'm at. Where I'm at? Uh, Genesis six and da, 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 da. okay, what was that? Six and three? Yeah. Okay. Here now, King James version says it like this: And there were giants in the earth in those days, and after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they they bore children unto them. Now, this one kind of says that there were giants on the in the earth in the earth but it says the sons of god now i remember even when christianity when i was in christianity they say those you asked them who's the sons of god they said these sons of god were the angels angels that's what it said now the angels so but notice this one says that the nephilim appeared on earth so it, when you go through different translations see this is what we're saying about reading different translations because different translations would say different things right you would get different things with different translation but it's just so funny it, it says that these nephiliums because some people said nephiliums mean giants but this one says they okay just say these nephiliums a nephilim appeared on the earth it says when the divine beings cohabited with human women so these nephiliums then were not human now if we're reading from this to tanakh and how it's translated so these nephiliums these beings or these giants or whoever they were were not human they were not human because according to how it's written so this is where we get but y'all see this but but y'all hear this y'all don't see it but there yeah this is coming from the sea uh safar bible i want to say seepers because they're seepers too um here yeah i'm, I'm trying to look at another translation to see what that says but yeah I had, I had to throw that in there but uh I'm going to read, I mean, play one more so I'll clip while Justice, he get himself ready and, and just get Dave them a little something, throw them a little alley-oop right. to get him, get him into something. Oh, you got something, Dave? I had another three-minute clip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shalom, Shalom, brother. Yeah, now, Shalom. All right, Shalom, Shalom, uh, Moray, Aria, Israel. Uh, that's something I do want to throw out there. Yeah, that right. way, you know, maybe you can. I'm going to send you a link to play. Yes, sir. Also, about Area 51. Mm. Area 51 and the aliens that's on that military base. So that's something that um they say that is a norm for, for you know, Vegas. And I'm going to tell you something, a lot of, the adult stars and porn stars and a lot of, you know, women out here in the entertainment industry. And, you know, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, 
putting it out there, and y'all don't look into it, but they're saying that these uh, aliens, um, the Nephilim, which you're talking about, and I'm going to throw it in there for y'all to look at. <laughs> no, they didn't. a lot of them. Guess a lot of them are reptilians. Uh oh. A lot of those, a lot of those reptilians are how they when they have like somebody gets in the entertainment industry, adult industry, they make a certain amount of money. They clone. Them. They say the clone is really aliens and human and a double body human form. I'm gonna put some out there for y'all. Rihanna is a reptilian. She's a, she's a reptilian. Tyra Banks is a reptilian, an alien from another place. Also, I, you know, and I know some of y'all might have heard this before, right now. Yeah, Elijah Muhammad look like a little alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sure do. He looks just like a little gray alien. He sure do. So, and uh, hell, even Prophet Noble Drew Ali looked like a little alien. You look at pictures of him. So, the mother plane, which Elijah Mom talked about, that may have been a UFO. That might have been the, the, one of the UFOs that they spotted in Las Vegas. So, I would just really- put that out there. On Ezekiel, speak about uh, shams, what they call shams, or the wheel upon a wheel. Don't that sound oh, like? Yeah. Don't that sound like a craft yeah. to you? Matter of fact, I'm 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 gonna pull that up. Yes, sir. I'm gonna pull that up. Hmm. Pull that you, up. you mentioned some brother that I remember as an Awabian. We used to go into a lot, brother, talking about reptilians. And and, and, and and you can see a lot of that on uh you know throughout the web. You don't hear a lot of these type of teachings no more and speeches on these type of things no more where they talk about when the extraterrestrial involvement and or uh uh us being created um or mixed uh from the reptilians. And then if y'all ever heard, I know a lot of y'all have though, this is old information, you know. Um some people say we have a um what they call it, uh, uh the serpent what was it, the serpent uh goddamn I ain't said it so long. Hell, I damn near forgot. Was it the uh, serpent brain or something to that degree? Reptilian brain. I've heard it? Of that. Reptilian brain. And I remember, and I remember uh, hearing, because uh, I used to, that's one thing, out of all the things in the wild you just teach, I used to get spooked out by a lot of this stuff, like the planet risk and yes, all that. But within the last year or two, since, you know, really getting out of the entertainment industry because, you know, I used to love TV. I used to love, you know, a lot of the movies. and But I've I've grown to have probably like one or two shows I look at on TV. And the reason why is because a lot of celebrities, such these females, don't look real. And the same thing with porn, too. A lot of those uh, adult film star ladies look like fucking aliens. You know, I, I just, I, you know, I, and trust me, I used to be that dude. I used to be that dude. <laughs> That's all I would look at. You know? 
But now it's just like I I've I've grown disgusted at looking at all those females because they just don't look human. And a lot of stuff that a lot of these females do ain't no damn way in hell of a female. I don't care how much money you pay a female. Ain't no woman going to do all that. A woman ain't going to have, especially some of this stuff that you hear some of these, these guys saying that they do to some of these females. Nah, nah. nah ain't no, ain't no, no money in the world to make a woman do a lot of that stuff. So, but I will tell you this, in a, uh, uh, in the book Ezekiel, the 10th chapter, the 9th through the 10th verse, and it says, and when I look, behold the four wheels by the cherubims, one wheel by one cherub, and another wheel by another cherub, cherub. And the appearance of the wheels was as the color of a barrel stone. And as for their appearance, four had one likeness, as if a wheel had been in the midst of a wheel. So that's the uh, UFO sighting, you know, which, which, you know, a lot of y'all nation Islam brothers. The old school nation. I don't really hear too much new school nation cheapness. The mother plane. That's what that is. I'm going to tell you something. Even though, you know, I know we didn't kind of surpass a lot of that stuff as, you know, brothers who didn't study. Uh, hell, Elijah Muhammad told y'all a lot about this. He told a lot of y'all about this. And uh, like, like you said, Dr. Malachi York. Same thing with him. You know, brothers laughed at the planet risk. You remember the planet risk? <laughs> yes, sir. You remember that? I still got it. Ah, hell. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, I used to laugh at that, that stuff. I used to like, what the heck? I used to get spooked out. I'm going to say something. Yes, but now, yes, sir. no, you know, you know it's, it's like when you hear it, you first thing you think about the Twilight Zone. <laughs> but in the last couple of years, some of these people out here are reptilians. I'm telling you, reptilians. So, yeah, but I just want to put that out there. And um, like I said, here, a lot of these females who y'all love in the entertainment industry, regular entertainment industry, and even adults, they're not real humans. I'm going to put that out there. And some of y'all guys out there, I know y'all want some these women out here, but I'm, I'm good. I've been celibate six years. I'm saying a lot of these women, no, nah, they, they can't be real. They can't be real. So, yeah. Yes, sir. And and, and, and one thing, uh, it's going to be two things right fast. Well, one, I'm going to go back to the... Um, Genesis right fast and uh, like I said I'm on the uh, what they call the Safar Bible and it has contemporary things I don't know a lot of people don't know about the different contemporary like uh, some things they call the Talmud I'm just not I'm not a Talmud follower though but uh, I just look at a lot of things I'm just I'm a researcher I just look at things as a student uh, and there's something they have called uh, contemporary that's basically um, the person who called Rashi is supposed to be a 
uh, what they call a sage, uh, one of the sages, and now mostly in, I won't say Judaism, you know. But anyway, one thing how he did, he did the contemporary, he he was going into Genesis uh, 6 and 4 that I was talking about earlier. And this is one of the contemporaries, several contemporaries uh, statements that was made. And and the part that I'm talking about, Genesis 6 and 4, where it says, and and it was then and later, too, that the Nephiliums appeared on earth, that part right there, right? Now, here's what this guy named Rashi is supposed to be one of the sages, how he went into it and gave his um, uh, contemporary or, uh, you know, thoughts on that particular verse. Now, is right here now it says that nephilim mean giant right as they say in the word nephilim turns into giant now he says here the giants they were called nephilim because they fail and cause the downfall of the world this is one thing he commented and says he says in hebrew the giants are uh, uh are usually called nephilim in those days in the days of the generations of Enoch and the sons of Canaan. But just to go and see what he says, and they fail. And the Nephilim fail. Fail from where? Fail from where? And they cause the downfall of the world. So it goes back and take it back again until you go back into the Sumerian story. It's talk about where you see where it talks about the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki for those who came down. And downs of Dr. York. I remember Dr. York used to go into all of that. And those who came down, he said, in these ships and the crowds and this and that and other. Now, I know some of y'all saying, hold up, man. Are y'all day? Hold up. Are y'all tripping now? Y'all tripping. I thought y'all were Israelites. What the hell is y'all talking about? Some aliens and what y'all talking about? This? I thought y'all believed in the, I thought y'all believed in the Bible. I thought y'all supposed to read in Torah. I thought y'all believed that. Y'all, y'all said, what, what's that God y'all call him? What y'all call him? Yahweh or or y'all or the Most High? I thought y'all created man. So ain't don't y'all know how y'all got here? Y'all say y'all got, you know, ain't that what it said? Then God created the heavens and the earth and everything they in, in Genesis chapter one. And uh, ain't, damn, what y'all talking about? Some some beings from outer space. Don't y'all believe that? That's that's what y'all know, right? Yeah, that's what's said. But hey. But we're just talking about the different theories that's out here. That that may be, just say for instance, if that may be how we may believe it, but every culture don't believe that. We're just saying the different things because, hell, like I said, I'm going to tell you, I don't know how to, even though I, I'm going to tell you, I not, y'all, y'all heard me say, I follow tonight. But just because somebody written it in there don't mean that that's how the hell we got here. Because I got to ask you the question, how in the hell he know or, or whoever written it because they weren't there. Hmm? Because if you, because y'all got to look at it. They, they, they contributed to Moses. See, this is, this is where a student come in at, right? This is where a student come in. And no, not everything that's written, you got to look deeper into it. This is where real students learn to not take everything literal. But anyway, that's another whole subject. But the point is that even with, we say Genesis were contributed to Moses, they said those things that they say was then. Now, Moses wasn't there. So how in the heck, how did Jane Brown get down when Moses would have known how the creation, uh, creation started, right? How he would have known. But, you know, these things are said, even through biblical scholars and said these things were, uh, it's like oral tradition that was passed down and then Moses written them down later through oral tradition. You know, they know he wasn't there, but that's certain. I want to play this one more thing, right, fan. Um, it's just ancient aliens again. 
Uh, it says DNA reveal humans and alien hybrids. Check this out. It's only like three minutes, y'all. Three minutes. Leipzig, Germany, 2010. Biologists, led by Svante Pompo of the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology, make a stunning announcement. They have determined that early humans not only coexisted on Earth with other more primitive hominids, they also mated with them. But even more astonishing was their finding that another, as yet unidentified species, may also be represented in human DNA. Up until now, most people have been familiar with the typical DNA model of human evolution in which you have a very nicely defined progression from previous types of human or hominid life up to anatomically modern humans. That's not true anymore. And what we're seeing is evidence that there could have been interbreeding with what the actual mainstream media is calling mystery species of humans. An anthropologist from the University of Wisconsin, Dr. John Hawkes, did a comprehensive analysis of human DNA going back for many thousands of years. And what he found was astonishing. If you look at the DNA from someone in 3000 BC, and you compare that to the DNA of someone alive today, it has changed by 7%. Mapping the human genome, Dr. Hawks found that in the past 5,000 years, our DNA has evolved at a rate 100 times greater than any previous 5,000 year period in our history. So what happened in the last 5,000 years that altered the structure of human DNA by 7%? Is it possible that extraterrestrial humans interbred with us sometime in the last 5,000 years and that could account for these monumental changes in the structure of human DNA? Could it be that our ancestors are not only hominids who lived here on Earth, but also beings from beyond our world. Ancient astronaut theorists claim that evidence of this can be found in stories throughout history that depict humans mating with gods. Throughout world cultures and mythologies, this idea of otherworldly beings, gods, supernatural beings, demons, having sex with humans is very, very common. The way that we interpret... Hold on. Let me stop there for a second. Let me stop there. And then I call off and come to you. Call off coming to you. Now, hold on, wait a minute. Didn't we just read that in Genesis 6 and 4? Genesis, what I was reading in Genesis. Now, I'm just saying this is what they're discussing. I'm not saying this is true, y'all. But listen what they said about the different cultures. And let's go. Demons having sex with humans. Oh, let me back it up. Let me back very, it up a little bit more. Mythologies. Mating with gods. Throughout world cultures and mythologies, this idea of otherworldly beings, gods, supernatural beings, demons, having sex with humans is very, very common. The way that we interpret that experience depends on the cultural and religious factors around us. We can read about these accounts of all sorts of weird beings who had their way with humans. All we have to do is to approach these stories and look at them from a modern perspective to eliminate the always suggested symbolism and look at these events 
for what they potentially really were encounters with extraterrestrials. There is abundant, undeniable evidence of human and extraterrestrial interbreeding. It's in so many different cultures that to suggest that it's all a conspiracy theory or a myth or a fantasy is completely illogical. All righty then, my brother. Let me let me bring this call. I got a caller with all ones. Let me bring the caller on. Okay, it's spinning. There we go. Uh, peace to you, caller. We uh, have a caller with all ones. You're on live on Culture Freedom Radio. Yeah, hello. Are we connected? Yes, we are. How you doing? Okay, yeah, uh, thanks. Look, a couple of observations. <clears throat> well, uh, regarding uh, humans and their habitat. Uh, first of all, it, it appears that there's no evidence that humans uh, have traveled anywhere other than Earth and uh, that any place is hospitable to human life other than Earth. And if you think about it, everything is better today than it was back in, say, what, the late 60s, early 70s when they supposedly went to the moon. Hell, they should have a, a, a trail to the moon from Earth right now. And wouldn't that be better as an outpost to travel from the moon to distances beyond rather than uh, starting from the Earth? I, I think that makes a perfect scenario. But anyway, uh, my point is is that outer space is very inhospitable to human life. People who live in, the, um, in orbit, uh, have a lot of difficulty with bone structure and uh, just bodily functions because they're not under the influence of gravity. We very much need the Earth environment to uh, to thrive and exist. And uh, I just don't... And, and you know, if, if humans were to go someplace else as humans, they would have to recreate the Earth environment, the Earth atmosphere, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, it, yeah, I hear what you're saying, you know, that's what they talk. But but have you ever heard of the Dogon, the Dogon tribe, the Dogon tribe out of Mali, Africa? Yeah, maybe I've heard something about it, but go ahead and, and I'll comment on it if you don't, once you finish. Yeah, I'm just saying, well, they, they actually have, you know, they want us, because like Clip was saying, there's several different, you know, maybe mythologies or uh, or traditions from several different cultures way back but they have a tradition that saying that uh that they originated in uh, from the uh serious serious star constellation and they said these beings who actually came to them and even taught them called the nomos you ever you ever heard about that no but i uh i want to ask you a question this group would you consider them a first world expression of, of human beings today well, these, in other words, do they have the modern amenities that that we have here in the U.S.? No, actually, actually, uh, Leonard Seymour did a documentary. Remember, In Search of years ago, a show called In okay. Search of. Oh, oh, let me turn this off. Um, and and but but here's the thing about it. See, a lot of these these ancient civilizations, they didn't have like we said these modern technologies. We 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 uh, so greatly uh, proud to say about. How did they know about, and they, there's, there's written records of it or a traditional thing. How did they know without all of these massive telescopes, how did these 
and they don't live in all of these amenities like we got like New York and places. They, they are still living in caves and stuff right now and have things carved on the walls. How do, how do they know about these constellations without all of this modern technology that we have today? How do they know? Well, okay, I think you're asking several questions. Uh, you, you asked a question earlier. I was listening in. And people have been given revelation. And that's the way we have to know things, that, and I'm talking about reliable revelation. That's the only way we can know certain things that uh, uh, antedated us, that came before us. Just like with your parents. Your parents told you about your birth, where you were born, and all this kind of information. And for all intents, for all intents and purposes, you accepted that. I don't know if you went back and investigated it on your own. So that was like revelation to you because you didn't, and that happens to all of us. I'm just pointing that out for you. But that's the way information has to be passed on to a uh, on to contingent beings, be or, or de- dependent beings, contingent and dependent. And so there's nothing wrong with that because there's no other way. But I think a lot of these information, just like the flood story, of most the Babylonians and various other groups, cultures, ancient cultures, have a uh, flood story. Mm-hmm. But it's what that says to us in the aggregate is that there was most likely a flood and that, you know, certain cultures – uh, deflected and deviated from that knowledge, the source of that knowledge, and they pretty much landed in darkness. Now, I, I don't discount everything, the group of people or the culture that you just explained, but I do look at these uh, index, indices, uh, how well they provide food and medicine for themselves, because those are fundamental to life and, and thriving. And so if they can't do that, it seems to me that they haven't really been doing their homework. But that's just an observation and a scale that I use for evaluating a culture. But, brother, but we're looking at it, but, but see, this is, this is the problem. Okay, we're looking at it because, okay, and a lot of them still live in caves today, and I'm going to say they live in cave areas today. But they have this information about and scientists didn't even scientists just not finding out a lot of this stuff with modern technology. Like, oh, wait a minute. These people were talking about this. Damn, they weren't lying. We found this stuff now. So it's like, how did they know? And you saying just revelation, but they are saying that beings came and told them and, and, and um, taught them this information. And like I said, these are things that have been brought down through several you studied the sumerians they talked about the anunnaki beings who came down and talked to me so how do we actually know because we don't know because just because we don't see these beings or i'm just i'm just i'm just talking we don't see or have interactions with anybody who may be coming down from a star constellations talking to us now but we do have they they do have secret records that the government say they they won't tell you they keep it top Pentagon secret we can't tell them about UFOs we can't tell them about extraterrestrial beings and shit we don't want to tell them that um what was it uh there was one president that, that said that has I can't think his name just right now but anyway but I'm, let me, I tell you what let me let me just play just a little snippet from the Leonard Seymour when he was going into this just a snippet just the information about the doggone. 
dances. These masks, these strange rituals have meaning. They describe precisely the relationship between a remote African tribe and the heavens. This tribe believes all life comes from a distant dark star, invisible to the naked eye. Recently, modern science was able to find this star and confirm its existence. Now we must ask, how did a primitive people, lacking instruments of any kind, discover a dark star hidden deep in space? In Central Africa, among fortress-like cliffs on the southern edge of the Sahara Desert live a people called the Dogon. A thousand years ago, fleeing from warring tribes, the Dogon found refuge here. The Dogon have endured and preserved mysterious ancient knowledge. Knowledge of an invisible star and its movement through the heavens. That's enough on that because y'all had to see the video. Y'all had to see it. it's called the Dogon Knowledge of the Nomos and uh Sirius B. You have to look at that. Or just look up the Dogon tribe, uh, the Dogon tribe and you know, something like that, and uh the Nomos and you will see it because this was good. And like I said, this was when in search of I remember looking at this where they used to have things about uh Bigfoot, you know, with Leonard Seymour played Dr. Spock. He this the one that was on it going back in the seventies. And it was a great one. You have to see only them that I'm bringing up with them. Uh, there was a brother. Uh, Dave, you remember I sent it to you the other day. Uh, brother, he was uh, from a Zulu, from the Zulu tribe. A uh, brother named Quaita Mutwaz. And, and he, oh, I remember him. Tradition, <laughs> they have this thing about, well, maybe you might say the reptilians, and they talk about an oral tradition that, that he passed on for years and years. And even uh, uh, David Icke sat down and even did an interview with him. Uh, several Europeans used to come do interviews with him, and he talked about these beings who come up out of the waters. And he had he used to have a big stone medallion on his neck with this reptilian head on it. And he even talked about how humans came from you know uh, beyond the stars. So it's just that I'm looking at a lot of the several African traditions or tribes that speak about this through oral traditions. And there's even some things that's been said that, you know, talk about Kemet and, you know, even speak these things. I mean, and like I said, these before we had what we looking at all our modern technology, the spaceships and all of this stuff and the te- uh, uh, what you call these uh, telescopes. How did these beings how I mean, how, excuse me, not beings, but and they all how did these brothers and sisters know about this at that time? You know, they oh. knew about. And so we're finding out a lot of this stuff by, okay, like, damn, they wrote that they crazy as hell. How did, they they can't have known this. They had no telescopes. And then when mankind now, modern our technology, we break the technology, and they like, damn, hold up. These people were right. Is my mic open? How the hell did they know this? How could they have known this? But you think about it, like, sometimes you go in your backyard today, with like, sometimes, like, um, they say it's supposed to be an eclipse tonight. I can't see it. It's going to storm in Memphis, so I won't be able to see it. So with 
they didn't have all of this thing. We talk about all our modern amenities and all of these big starry lights in New York and shit. Certain things you won't be able to see if you in New York, New York, you can't look up in the stars and in the heavens and, and see a lot of things because all of these lightings and things, you go out in the country, you can just man, sit back and you can see so clear skies, the stars, the constellations. So it's that you look at even in their time, they didn't have all of that, that, that lighting and stuff, the big city lights that's blocking their views to be able to study and look up there and, and understand what we, what they can see with the naked eye that we can't see. Because like when I be trying to look outside sometime at night, the moons and stuff, I had to cut off all my damn porch lights and all of that shit because I can't hardly see with all that lighting. Once I cut that off and I kind of get in my backyard dark enough, okay, I can look at certain things with the naked eye. But, you know, so it's like not saying that we actually came from, but it's just we just talking about tonight. Do we really know our place of origin? Some come with the Darwin theory. We evolved out of this. We evolved. So do we actually know how we got here? There's many different theories. That's all we just throwing out tonight. We're just trying to tell y'all, yes, you did come from this. You did come from that. We, I'm, I'm not saying that. It's just a, it's a discussion. But you got something, Chief? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to go to... Uh... Brother Chief. Uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, hey, can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me? Still on. I'm here, Chief. Everybody hear me? Yeah, but can you hear me? Can you hear me? Still, let me know. Yeah, you can hear me. Now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio. Liberation Tabernacle Ministry Me. and much, much more. Talk radio that way. Hello. All right. Uh, what well, I can't seem to hear nobody. Let me see. Somebody can talk with me. Let me try to dial him. All right. Can you hear me? Because I can't hear nothing. All right. Me. I can't hear nobody else. You hear me now? Cam. Hello, can anybody hear? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. There's a caller. There's a caller on there. No, he hasn't been brought in yet. The host can't be, can't hear us, apparently. Yeah, he, uh, he's having some difficulties. But um, what's your name? Where are you calling from, um, caller? Is this the co-host? I'm Solution. Yeah, we're, we're co-hosts here. You see Rabbi and Justice. Yeah. Um, I, I have a comment to make. Oh, fuck. Okay. I, I have a comment. I sound like I just heard Sunray. All right. Go ahead with your comment. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I, I was say, going to say, you know, <laughs> maybe, look, I'm not saying for sure. I don't know. How much do these people actually know? Uh, it could have been luck that they guessed there are a lot of stars out there. And uh, there's no evidence that human beings, as human beings, can travel in outer space or live in outer space. There's no evidence. And, you know, they have radio telescopes now that they can turn the entire uh, Earth into a telescope because of these tele- telescopic placements. And they've been listening uh-huh. since the 50s. They have telescopes in Arizona, in Australia, all around the world. 
and they've never gotten any intelligent feedback. Now, I deduce from that either there is no one out there or there's no one out there that wants to contact people on Earth. And uh, now it could be that they're so far that, uh, and I'm hopeful that they are extraterrestrials. You know, it, it, to the point, Jesus is the only one we really have a documented record of. Uh, but um, as far as there being other es- extraterrestrials, we have zero evidence of that. Appreciate you, Joseph. I'm back in, brother. Appreciate you for jumping in there. I don't know why I can't hear. I couldn't hear y'all, but uh, I had to call. Can you hear me now? now? Yeah, I couldn't hear y'all at all, man. I'm back in now. Appreciate you, Justin, standing in. Uh, yeah, we got a caller hey, on. His name Solutions. He's uh, dropping in about how he. Uh, thinks uh, on the Dogon people that he's thinking they might have struck up on luck and guessed, uh, a lot of guesswork, and then they come back uh, hundreds of years <laughs> with technology and find out what they said was, was right and correct. So I don't know. Hey, yeah, yeah I, what I, I do heard, they I'm really speaking, know, and what are they telling us? Like I say, it could be luck. Uh, people uh, have brother, studied, okay. uh, uh, yeah. uh, what is it, um People have studied the heavens for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, but these people, there's nothing that follows if this is true. Say, say, say they truly have some knowledge about beings from out of space. Mm-hmm. Nothing, in, nothing else in their culture seems to buttress that. Nothing else seems to support that. And well, well, it could have been like just a stroke of luck that... You know, there are a lot of stars out there, and they just have to point. That's why I ask you, brother, do you know anything about their culture? Because, again, if you you study them and you look at their culture, they have ceremonies. They have ritual dances and everything that goes to uh, ritual stuff, you know, uh, annual things to celebrate that commemorate Mm -hmm. their contact with these beings and and that contact. Mm -hmm. But here's something we have to ask. Again, I'm hearing what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, if we do, we really trust NASA and the government to, to really expect for them to tell us everything that they see and everything that they have actually con- made contact with somebody. Because if no. that's the case, we think they're being on the up and up with us. Why would they have? Um, why would they have secret documents? They have stuff that when they go out in the satellite, they block out certain images that you can't see. Why, if they was being on the up and up with you, why would there be certain things they have they blocked out, and then it's like depending like the government. They have, well, this is now we can put this out to the public now. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not saying they're on the up and up, sir. I mean, I would be the last one to say that. Uh, but, you know, we do have the Internet today, and we have ways of getting information, uh, transferring and transmitting information that we've never had before. So uh, that's true. That, that's that's yeah. true. But so, here's so an ancient I'm just people saying, that was. But, but I'm saying, my brother. But here's an ancient people who was not in cahoots with every civilization. It's just it's just when I look at it, there's different civil ancient civilizations that had similar things and 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 uh, stories about even in in Peru and uh, the Aztecs and all of these people that have these similar stories and. You know, and but they they don't have anything to hide because they're not an organized body 
of, 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 of you know, tribe to say, we want to keep this undercover. We're going to lie to the people like the United States government and NASA them would do today. You know, see, now we can understand because they, 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 them some lying asses right there. They will tell you some lies. But these nations, these tribes, why do we see this thousands of years? All of these tribes who never connected with each other that we know of have these similar stories about something and some beings, maybe different names, that said they have interaction with beings for what, 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 uh, uh, from amongst the stars. Why do we have this? Without all this modern technology now, we would trust we would trust the United States government and NASA than these people. Because what, what do they have? I mean, that's what I'm just asking. We trust their word over these people who never met each other and have these same similar stories. Right. They wrote it down too. They they wrote it down and, and and mapped out the stars and all kinds of things with that years and years ago. Like even thousands of years ago, they've and they've uh, put that on some type of a. Uh, Material where you can see what it is that they were trying to show you and tell you about. Yes, sir. That's his name, Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson. That's him, Woodrow uh, Wilson. It was a thing with him years ago. And notice every president that get get elected to office, even Obama. What do they tell us? They're going to reveal when they get in office about alien contact with the planet. But when they get their ass in there, what do they do? They, they never bring that shit up no more. But they tell us that every time they run for office, we're going to reveal all the secrets about alien contact, and you never hear no. it anymore. No, no. You remember George Clinton, the uh, Funkadelic singer, he used to tell us about the mothership. Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean George Clinton? He used to always talk about the mothership. Oh, and you know George what? Uh, uh, and you know what? They say Elon Musk has said, I was reading an article uh, recently, and I'm, I'm going to text it to you. That way you can uh, bring it up. Yes, but Elon Musk has said that by 2026, he will be able to get everybody to Mars. Mm, and I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 and when I heard that, I was like, well, you know, Elon Musk is kind of weird hey, because he's another. But, you know, you know, Elon Musk. Let me ask you a question, he, if I may. He smoked some of, the, some of the, the wildest kind of weed or something because you even, you know, you can even see footage of him smoking weed. I mean, he be coming up with some far-fetched, far-out stuff. And when you, have, when you get a billions and billions of dollars, you are a psychopath. And he's a psychopath, <laughs> too. And all of those billionaires yes. are psychopaths. Okay, yeah, I, I have a question. Why not why have this super ambitious goal of going to Mars when the moon is right there? What is the moon, about a quarter of a million miles away? Why not colonize the moon? You can't do any of that. It's all, it's all psychopathic to even think you can do any of that. It's, it's really ridiculous. It's absurd. I think you're right. <laughs> now, I'm hopeful, you know, when I was in college, one of my greatest hopes was that there were extraterrestrial beings. But I'm going to tell you something. If there are extraterrestrial beings and we're in an evolutionary cycle, that is the entire nature universe, uh, they probably won't be friendly. And just like, 
you know, America, just like uh, people in the world, earthlings, preyed upon each other. I'm pretty sure someone as advanced that has uh, mastered space travel will not be friendly to peons. Well, they won't be, especially when they find out your intention. So they know everything. They have the most incredible, uh, you know, type of ways of, of knowing what people think and what they're doing. They have all kinds of of, of, of everything to know what's going on. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, you thought that when you watch Star Trek and you've seen people go invisible and, and beam me up, Scotty, and all that, well, look, that's real for the aliens and the, and the UFO. That's a real thing. Not for psychopaths, though. But <laughs> the real deal is that, yes, there is a higher force in the universe that patrols the universe, and they protect the universe, and they keep everything in harmony, and, and um, they will they will do away with anyone who wants to do something foul in space bring some kind of nuclear warheads to space or anything, or they will dismantle that whole operation because they they can they can see what you're doing. They know what you have on your ship. Every plane that goes up off the ground, there's a little UFO that monitors what's on the plane and who's on the plane. Uh, Maybe one or two, but every plane is checked by a UFO. How did, Hiroshima, and, and how did Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, slip through? You know, that's a good question. But what I would say to that question is that it was allowed to happen. Oh, okay. Mm. Yes, sir. And, and whatever just, reason, going back whatever the case, I mean, everybody's an invader. Everybody's a foreigner to the planet. Nobody really yep. doing things right. So sometimes they just let two devils do each other in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and just like it, 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 it's a deep conversation because like even okay, even going back to this thing, like all of this is just you know could be theories or whatnot, but there's some stuff that came out because you're talking about Mars, Elon Musk going back to Mars. There's even some stuff that was talked about the Dolphin Project, and you know that was you know how true it is or not. I'm not saying none of this is true, y'all. It's just we just having conversation. And there's conversation that talked about humans that was living, that lived on Mars one time. And somehow, this I forget how the whole, it's been so long since I've studied this stuff and read on it. But it was like we came here originally from Mars, something that was happening on that planet, and came to Earth. So just say if that was true, just say if that was true, so why wouldn't they want to go back? Home. It's like E.T., I want to go home. Me, go home. E.T., go home. So if they originally came from Mars and something happened with that planet, notice they always keep talking about Mars. They've been talking about Mars for a long time, even when I was little. Always talking about Mars. So maybe E.T., which man, want to go back home. He's trying to go back to which he came from. Is reason, not Mars, because you never hear him talk about they came from the moon. Because there are even things that go back. You study about Planet X, um, where they talk about Planet X um, and how this thing they call Tailmat, this asteroid that hit this planet, and, and the moon was created from, you know, rock forms that came from the Earth. So 
there's no need, there's no thing for them to go to the moon because they like the pieces of the moon just, you know, it was shattered that came off the earth. But if they originally came from Mars, just like I said, this is the theory they've been throwing out. They originally came from Mars. Your whole, your whole plan is, I originally one day I want to go back home. I miss home. So let's go back home to Mars. That's just something. Right. Just, you know, yeah. to let let me respond on. to that if you don't mind. Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. Okay. See, the thing is there, that, and I'm not saying you, but that makes no sense in terms of logistics. Because on the moon, there are resources, okay? And being that the moon uh, could be an outpost to outer space makes perfect sense. Why would one try to go in a hostile environment directly to the destination when, you know, uh, starting from the moon, there's less interference in terms of gravity? I mean, it would be... the it, Look, if space travel were possible, it would make absolutely sen- absolute sense to have a, a base on the moon, not the Earth. Well, you know they were talking about selling land on the moon at one time. You do know that one, then. Well, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm speaking strictly in terms of space travel. It just makes all yeah. the sense in the world to have a base on the moon to refuel, to... Uh, mm-hmm. Get your navigation uh, to have an, to have the moon as an outpost. Mm-hmm. But again, like it's just like you know, it's, I guess it's all speculation. But again, like, like they say that you now, according to that theory, one time that mankind did come from there, and something was happening with the planet, and then they left and came here. So your goal mm-hmm. is to try to go back from which you came, right? You want to always go back home, like ET again. Like I said, ET. E.T. want to go home because you miss home. Hell, any dog, anything that runs away, he's going to miss home. He always want to try to get back home. So maybe that's why. They don't give a damn about how what's close. They want to go back home. Right. But but I tell you what, Mars is, is completely inhospitable to uh, human life. Uh, one could not survive on Mars for a minute. The atmosphere just wouldn't permit it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, it, it really, you know what, everything is really speculation, you know, because, again, we have to, anything, just even what I'm talking about, we all, we, what we do, we have to, we're just trusting what they're telling us. We don't actually, know. I don't have a telescope, I don't have nothing to tell you what's on the next planet, the, how the atmosphere is. All of it is just what they're telling us. Again, it's the same people that want, don't want to tell you about if there is life outside. You know, Stephen Hawkins used to kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, but, you know, if there is, they're not. Who the hell? We expect for them to tell us? Because the elite is right. That we'll just say that these elites, like Elon Musk, Dave, you were talking about Elon Musk, the Rockefellers and not. You think they really want to tell us? It's an oh man, hey man, y'all don't want to go there, man. It's, that, that, that life is hostile, and then they knowing this planet is about to, you know, go at any time. Something is about to happen in this thing. Next thing, you no, know, you know, we be looking around and we see a several. We looking up, there are several spaceships flying out the damn, flying in the sky. Like, what the hell is it? What's going on? Where the hell are they going? That's all the elite is on the spaceship going to Mars. All the time, they've been telling us it's a hostile environment because they didn't want us to try to sneak on the goddamn ship to go. They, they just they, they told us that lie because 
if we told them, hey, look, look, we told them that's a good environment and this planet is about to erupt, they don't they don't want to go there. They ain't gonna want to go there. We're right. gonna keep their ass here. So we're gonna, so we're let, gonna let me keep ask this, you a question. We do there. know and, and I, I hear what you're saying and, and you make I'm just throwing out something, isn't it? Yeah. However, this would be my point. It's not easy to get into outer space. Would you agree with that? I'm 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 just, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know. I know. I'm not. Well, sure. think about it for a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm just be honest. Go ahead. Just go ahead. think about it. I mean, it's hard to get in outer space. It's what's what's escape velocity? Twenty five thousand miles per hour to break loose from the Earth's. You know, the Earth's atmosphere has a, has a pull. It has a stabilizing effect, right? We do know that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, some people it's, said it's they actually get don't off go the out earth. Go, go ahead, brother. Yeah, I'm just saying, were you talking to me or someone else? No, I'm just kind of like saying what you said, because they do say, some people say they never really leave out of sight of Earth's atmosphere, even when we see them out there with the shuttle, what do you call that, uh, uh, damn, what's that thing, the shuttle or whatever that is? They said they uh, have, no, they're, that, well, they're, I just mentioned that now. earlier. No, they're, they're, yeah. they're at the upper limits. They're still in Earth's orbit. They're, they're in an Earth, in a geocentric orbit yeah, they're you know, not yeah. in outer space proper yeah there you go and even that is yeah. difficult because they start to lose muscle mass they start to lose bone mass and when you get in outer space the radiation is hella because you don't yeah. have the protection of the earth's atmosphere so what i'm saying to you uh, we, we we can sit here and deduce that it's not easy to get into outer space that's true. And, and, and here's another thing I've always heard. They said that the reasons Earth, I mean, that, uh, as they say, Earthlings can't leave here because we've been placed on Earth as, uh, what did they say? Uh, it was just some stuff they were throwing out here just before. It was funny. That uh, we've been placed here on quarantine. Earth is a quarantine, and we can't leave this place. It's like we've been placed here like in prison, like. And we are basically like in quarantine on on the planet. That's one reason we can't never leave. Y'all ever heard that before? No. I've heard that before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just some stuff that was saying. Earth is a quarantine, and we can't leave the damn planet. That's why they can't never just go all the way out there. So I don't know how true that is, y'all. It's just some stuff we just throwing out there. Different conversations. So I don't know. But I, I just wonder, like I said, you know, about these, if, you know, even about people always talk about the reptilians and things that, that come here. We oh, they said the reptilian brain. I mentioned that earlier, Justice. So, uh, but the thing I always wondered, even, you know, really, do I wonder, how the hell did we get here, you know? Because uh, people always talk about evolution. And I'd be really going with this evolution stuff. They said we evolved from this primate to whatever they said. We were brought from this homo this to homo dad, homo. And I always want to say, okay, well, when the hell that first thing came from then? Whatever the first one were, where did that, that uh, whatever it came from, where did it come from? Wait a minute, where did what from. come from? I'm sorry. I, I, I can't think of all the different names they be talking about. You know, they talk about evolution, the different uh, right. uh, homo ancient man, homo sapiens, yeah. and all that. Stuff. Yeah. Hey, homo hey, could I give you just one more, if you don't mind, uh, before yeah, we ahead. move to this subject? 
I have just one other idea about the uh, inhospitable nature of outer space. Go ahead. Yeah, I think Everest is about 29,000 feet. Okay. And also, I I study aviation. Um, You know, when you fly in a commercial jet, they have to pressurize the cabin to try and mimic uh, Earth's atmosphere because you'll pass out. They lose cabin pressure, right? You're, you're familiar with that. I, I think I've heard That's that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So now, if 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 it's if it starts to get difficult and deadly within our own atmosphere, the higher one, the higher elevation one goes because there's less air. Mm-hmm. So. If you just kind of start multiplying that, once you get at a high enough altitude, one doesn't even have to leave the planet Earth to see that the higher we get from sea level, the more difficult it is for life. That is human life. Interesting. I'm just walking. I'm I'm just sort of stair-stepping to, you know, to start, with something we know. And you talk yeah. about people, I read about mountain climbing. People who climb Everest, for example, a lot of people die up there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they do. And and, and so the, the thing is... With the breathing, with the breathing, the air condition, I mean, the air, not the air condition, but the air, the environment, I mean, the air. Well, not only is, is it is the air thinner, it's cold up there. See, because in order for heat to to really be available to us, there have to be objects that that heat can be absorbed by. And that's why in outer space, it's really cold out there. It's hella cold. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, you know, and and you look at these people, for example. It depends on which direction you go when you leave Earth. So if they want to go towards Mercury or Venus, it's extremely hot in that direction. But if you go in the opposite direction of Mars, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and those, then you'll find that it gets colder. Each planet that you go and find out how cold it is at that planet, Mars is 700 degrees below zero on average Fahrenheit. And it gets as low as 800 degree 850 degrees Fahrenheit below zero on Mars so say you went to Jupiter Jupiter is 1600 degrees below zero and if you went further you're going to go in the thousands and thousands degrees below zero the further you go like if you get to Neptune you're talking about 20,000 25,000 degrees below zero so you can't survive anywhere getting you won't even get close to mars because you'll get so you'll freeze to death way before you get there because as soon as you leave the earth's atmosphere headed in that direction you're going to get further and further away from the sun this planet is designed for humans to live on a long time ago mars was in a position where it was a lot closer to the sun and it made it hospitable for people to live on but we're talking about over 76 trillion years ago. So uh, prior to 76 trillion years ago, 
life was living at Mars and Mars was dying out and the positions of the planets were changing. And that's what made Mars die out because it got pushed further away from the sun. And Earth Earth is much more hospitable and you would say they design mechanisms to come to Earth and it's like like put building a uh a, a uh a ark of some sort and, and, and putting people there and then okay, we're going to the earth here, like everybody didn't make it. But, you know, like okay, so you know, talk about the giants. Some real, real big, big, extraordinarily large people. And and, and they there's different points in times on Earth where the genome of the human or humanoid was 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 uh, huge. Was uh, I mean, like, okay, we could go back. I'm gonna go back. Uh, let's go back a billion years ago on Earth. Wait a minute. Could I insert uh, something just before you go on, and then sure, I'll, I'll just sure. listen to you? Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I want to just. I don't want to get too far in outer space. Look, some parts of uh, Earth are hospitable. If you look at the people, take take note of the people that hide away in the wheel wells of these jet aircraft. Now, they're only spending a short time in that wheel well, but the vast majority of those people are frozen solid. What, we, are what you there? People that you're referring to? Yeah, what people are you referring to? That get well, people who solid? climb, people, and there are people who do it all the time. You can and read about it. Okay. Well, no, people who climb into the wheel well of jet aircraft and okay. freeze to death. Okay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, because, like you say, um, it's colder the higher you go up, and the further you get away from the sun, and so, you know, you can't, your body is only designed um, or to withstand a, a certain point before it is, it, your your heart is going to uh, stop beating because it's, you you've, uh, you you're froze. I don't know. I'm kind of in motion right now, so I'm not like on my throne and my my thoughts are so. No, you're quiet. right. It's kind of like the cryonic freezing. You know, it just freezes. And you die yeah, because uh, you can't handle but so much cold in your body. I mean, like you got to just know, like if your body is ninety six degrees or seven or roughly in that area on average, right? And if you take your body down to a low temperature, and your body is supposed to be at ninety six, but you done brought it down to fifty four, and then it's just going down even further and you don't have any clothing articles or enough clothing articles or something to breathe uh, a very cold air that your heart won't it won't um, be too cold for 96 degrees or 97, 98 degrees that your body uh, always maintains. Right, um, and that's here on out, Earth. I, I just want to make yeah. sure we understand where we are. That's right here. Yeah, you can freeze to death. I mean, anything. You can actually, you you can get too hot and overheat, you, you know, die from heat exhaustion. You can freeze to death. So any kind of condition you can, you can, you can die in if you don't have good 
air quality. If you're breathing smog or breathing smoke, you can absolutely die because you're not have you don't have any clean H2O to breathe. So right. that that it'll it'll kill your heart right away. Yes, hey, hey, and brother, I'm gonna bring. Yeah, and, and Dave, oh. I'm gonna bring another call on the line right now. I'm gonna bring the brother on the go ahead, Dave. Uh, H area code eight six four eight six four. You are you are on uh, the call log here in the conversation. Welcome to Culture Freedom Radio eight six four. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Peace, peace, fam. What's going on? What, what's on your mind? Uh, well, just uh, I guess the discussion, the origin. I guess you guys are having the discussion of. And I just caught you guys at a at a at a point um, of having this the discussion of if we know our origin, and you know I'm convinced um, that you know, especially speaking about Black folk or African people, um, as what <clears throat> science says, uh, it seems like we are pretty much a people that have been undefined, been torn away from its roots, from its historical content, substantial historical content. And I think in order for us to even fathom having that organic discussion of talking about where we came from, I think we're going to have to at least have and be engaging organically in uh, history, not his story, not hearing the European tell stories about himself, glorifying himself, but looking at ourselves and our contribution to humanity and not just realizing that, hey, we are humanity as a whole, but no, we are actually uh, an aspect, a portion of of humanity. And in that portion, uh, from from how I have been learned, we are the the most organic people, uh, 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 portion of that. You know, um, so even as it relates to the discussion, a lot of people that I came up with, uh, they look at the Bible to have this discussion of where they came from, right? And, you know, any library that I've gone into, not to step on anybody's toes, but the Bible is not there as having, as being a, 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 a reference book. You understand? It's not there serving the purpose of we're going to go back here and look at what dates, where we, where we you know, it's not there. So, um, you know, I think this is a worthwhile discussion that that we should be having um, rather than the discussions of how we further lose ourselves and say we are something that we are not. You understand? I think it is an honest, you know, place to be at uh, to, to have the discussion of saying, well, hey, who are we? You understand? Do we know who it is that we are? A lot of people say that, hey, I'm not an African, I'm an Indian, I'm not an Indian, I'm a, I'm a Christian, you know, some people say their race is, is Christian, you know, um, so uh, a lot of people don't even believe that, they feel like they're American, so uh, I guess you would have to be honest in, in having a clear and honest perception of who you are in order to have a clear and honest perception of who and where we came from. Sir. And brother, what, uh, what, 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 what name or title can we call you, you don't mind? Boz, you can you can call me Boz, B A Z. Yes, sir, Boz. Uh, brother, I'm I'm promise you for a minute on something, Boz. Now, now I'm from I um I subscribe to like tradition, right? And I'm Toronto, you know, New Testament, but that's everybody preference. But I'm just saying something. Now I mentioned something earlier. We were talking about some stuff when I went to Genesis. 
uh, about six and six and four about Philly. Um, these things that came down. We're just going into some of that earlier. But I'll tell you, brother, because you mentioned the Bible, like people subscribe to that. Now, for me, my brother who understand and study mythology. So even with going with the, the Bible narrative about how he came to this earth and saying the creation is just one narrative of a people in their mythology who in their tradition uh, we don't we don't exactly know who the tribe was, but that we just said for Israel because it wasn't Israel at that time, but for the Hebrews that was their origin. Maybe explain how they see the world and how it got started. That because you know I've, I've studied Samaria, I studied all other and I understand mythology. So yeah, even with that, but you know people today take that serious like that. That's how we get there. you know, like you said, straight from the Bible. They take you. They, that's how we get. But no, that is it. That is one myth because you got Kimmy that has some um, how we got here. So I'm just letting you know, for me and Kimmy, I don't take that as the as they say, but as Israelite, I don't take that as the gospel literally and say that's that's the trying to tell people about how we got here. No, I ain't gonna tell you that's the origin of how we got here. I mean, the traditions and mythology of of of, of what. So I just had to because you mentioned the Bible. So that's that's me. It's me. Our Israelites ain't gonna outright tell you that. I'm saying they're not gonna be that honest to say that. But that's just me. Uh, right, can right. I uh, speak on something? Yes, sir. Go ahead, Dave. All right. Now, in the uh, book of Isaiah, it says, "Seek ye of the book of the Lord and read, and no one of these shall fail you." That's what it says in the book of Isaiah. Now. When we're talking about seeking, you know, like such the truth, I'm glad you brought that up, brother. And uh, Moray Aria, you know, you you make an excellent point because uh, most Israelites aren't going to be that, you know, honest. Now, I'm I'm agree with uh, Moray Aria, but um, this is something also I'm look at it from another degree, also. When we're looking at hell, and, and I understand, brother, you know, I, I don't know what school of thought, you know, you, you stand on the way you've been in in the past. He dropped, he dropped off the line, Jeep, so without the line. Maybe he's still listening, but he dropped off the line. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going I'm to still address him. Yes, sir. Um, and if he comes in. No cool beans, you know. I love you, brother. You can listen into the show. Um, now, when it comes time for, you know, especially with books, and I understand, I hear that reference of what he's saying with a lot of brothers and sisters nowadays. Now we hear. I'm not knocking, you know, anybody or what they study or you know, or what they're into. But I will say this, and I will say this, and I don't care what nobody else says. When it comes time for a lot of these historians, especially the John Henry Clarks, the uh, Walter Williams, the is that the guy named that we was talking about the other week? Uh, uh, he, him, uh, John G. Jack, John uh, G. Jackson, is that his name? 
here with um, you know Dr. Clark and all them, Dr. Clark, um, him, John, uh, Jackson, I think his name was John G. Jackson, him, Dr. Yosemite Yalkanan, um, hell, Elijah Muhammad, Dover Drew Ali, Prophet William Crowley. Okay. I don't care. Like, I don't care what they've been in. And I say this all the time. All of them, all of them, go back to the Torah. All of them. Hmm. I, I don't care, even if it's the whole Bible, which, you know, I'm an Old Testament Jew, but I understand you got Messianic brothers. When they go, when they go in and get their Masonic degree, but enter the apprentice, fellow craft, master mason, all walk in on the Bible, all of them. So regardless of what these other people say from these other schools of thought, all of them, all of them, they won't go right back to the Bible. When they die, they ain't gonna play no Haru. They ain't going to pray no I said. They ain't going to pray no I lie hell. Even Dr. Khaled Muhammad, he goes, I look up this funeral. His, his, his ass had his funeral in a Christian church. All these, even Elijah Muhammad's funeral won't at the mosque. You know, and a lot of these people, all of them, yeah, even Dr. Yusuf Bay, who, uh, you know, was a great leader out in Oakland, you know, who, yeah, he did a lot of black people. His funeral was at a Christian church. Mm-hmm. All all these guys, I don't care what they say, they all go in and into the church. All that stuff to do, well, I studied Haru and the, the perimeter too and the Akhenaten and all Ain't none of them. Let me tell you something. Ain't when they walk in that lodge, which all of them do, if they're uh, community leader, they're all Mason. They're going to walk in with that Bible being on the altar. All the altar. So I'm just going to tell that brother, I love you, brother. And I understand, you know, brothers got their, you know, different takes and their different points. But that, huh. All that stuff they hear, John Henry Clark, and uh, what was the other one? Dr. Yosemite Young and I, I'm going to tell you something. They, out of all the books, they can throw all of them in trash. All that, they went to Egypt, and they studied with Ashwaquaz. Well, how come they ain't the Egyptian book is dead? How come ain't none of y'all walking around with that? How come every time when people got to gotta, uh, debate something, Every time, every time people got to paint something, oh, it's always the Bible. It's always the damn Bible. Every time. Oh, yeah, 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 what, what are we going to do? Uh, yeah, the Israelites. Like well, what's your, if you, if you, if you fine with Kemet, why don't you, why don't you be fine with Kemet and sit your ass down over there? <laughs> Then, and when they debate us, if they shit predate the Torah and the Bible, how come they don't, they don't bring out their they Egyptian book of the day? How come they don't debate us with the 42 laws of my, huh? 
they can't do it. So, you know, and I love, love you. And, you know, and y'all know I love you. Y'all know the brother that call in. Brother, I don't know you, but I love you still. But don't don't let it, don't get it twisted, bro. Don't get it twisted. Don't get because all that space and all that. Name me one book that was out back in the day that can tell you about earth and heaven and all that. Y'all can't tell me none. Y'all can't. What what book can tell you about Mars and Earth and and heaven? Hey, you can't go to none of the books. Ain't no books. <laughs> you know, y'all talk about the libraries. I'm gonna tell you something. All them people that that you see them them white books and stuff. Let me tell you some of the Champollion and all them French uh, travelers and stuff. They all look. They all made that stuff up. Hell, that's right, T. That's right. That's why they burned all the libraries down that had all the proper, true, correct information of the world and every in the history of the world. They totally burned that up. Okay, they want to make up their story after that. Oh, this is the story, his story. (laughs) But 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 what we got? But even where we look at to books again there's a lot as I was talking about the Dogon their tradition and this is what a lot of the people in the conscious community seem to get off track at when they bring out a lot of stuff and talk about the first this, this that and another I don't give a damn about no first I, I don't give a damn about no first um, but anyway you can walk into a building and, and, and there's a sniper and get you shot first because you were the first one walked in the building. Is that a good thing? No, it's not. So it first don't mean a shit to me. But anyway, um, a lot of things, there's, there's no writing. There is no writing. There is no there is no parchment paper. There is nothing written on stones. But it's our tradition and, it, and it's there for anybody written down anything. Even when you go and, and even talk about a Bible, we have to say in our collection and on our modern time, there it was no collection of the Bible. It wasn't no first five books. It was a parchment paper over here. It was a stone tablet over there. And later they combined and collect a lot of things and then they put it together. And and like but but before even that a lot of things were through oral tradition. And then some decide, well we we better write this down. And like we might read a lot of the books, like I said, Moses. They might say, "Well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna ascribe this to Moses." Moses didn't write that down, but he ascribed it to somebody, maybe, who and and in certain clans, tribe, whoever's the most prominent or dominant person of that tribe, they might ascribe things for individual. They didn't write them down. Other individuals who was logging this down. We get off track with a lot of things but we talk about books today because we're in modern time arguing about about ancient traditions ancient cultures but we have to look at it and not, this is how i'm just uh, i myself just saying myself this is how i look at things today i get an understanding i try to place myself okay how were they thinking about this how, 
okay, what we're saying today with this is and what that is, did they say is this what that is? Did they say this is what this means today? So you have to place yourself, you know, you, know you can't, but place yourself in their mindset, in their time, instead of in our westernized mind, in our 2022 uh, uh, mindset of today, trying to argue their point of view from thousands of years ago. And we talk about books today when, when they were written, they weren't, they weren't in no damn collection form like we have today. And number one, if we even talk about the Bible, we about the Bible, everybody didn't have no damn Bible in their home like, they, like we do today. You had to go to the synagogues. You had to go to the temples and places to even read the parchment papers. Certain things, the priests the only ones who were had these things in their possessions. Even when they did collect it, everybody didn't have no Bible in their damn house. Everybody didn't have none in their house. They didn't have the the Perhim Aru. We mentioned the Perhim Aru. I actually brought me uh, one over there the other day. I always gave mine away. Because I'm a student. Like I'm a student of learning. I don't give a damn what tradition I say I may be in. I'm a student of learning, trying to get wisdom to build my temple. I, I, can't, I can't worry about nobody else, but about me, the better bill, a better me. But anyway, the Haru, the reason that you can't walk around with the Purim Haru, like you, like some people might do with the Bibles, they put it all the Bible on the back of the damn dash, pull it, fun, hit it, and all burn it up, throw it on the back of the, all type of shit. But they don't talk about the Bible, the world of the most high, the Bible, the word of God, but you just got to throw it all in your ass, boy. But it's so sacred to you. Another thing that's here nor there. The Purim, the Purim Haru. You cannot walk around with the Purim Haru. Why you say that, Ariyah? Because it's not like the Holy Quran. Even they tell you to cherish the Holy Quran. It's supposed to be the highest book up on your ship. The Purim Haru is a book of basically what they say spells, prayers for the deceased. If you're not walking around here dying, if you're not finna die in not gonna be walking around with the per m haru in your pocket where well, it's too big for you to carry in your pocket but you're not gonna be walking around with a m haru unless you get ready to die the next 15 minutes and you're trying to cast you break. Uh, uh, i'm breaking, you're breaking up, up. Oh, my, my bad let me, let me take my okay okay so if you're not done ready to die in the next 15 to 20 minutes uh uh, uh you're not going to be walking around with a per m haru in your possessions, you're just not going to do it because it, it, it is a book of spells and and and, and charms. To uh, let me turn this off. I hear my SF echo. That is what it is about. So if you're getting ready to you know make that transition, you might have a per M Haru in your pocket because you're getting ready to make the transition. It's, it's a book that was make sure, as they say in 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 uh, in Kemet, that it was trying to make sure. You have a a positive transition to the underworld, as they say, to the underworld or to the afterlife. So this is why you don't see anybody uh, walking around with a per m haru like you see a Bible or a holy Quran, and you shouldn't even see them walking around. So I'm ready. I don't hear well, you. He went out. Yeah, he went out. He'll figure a way back in. So, uh, 
I'm back. Go ahead, I'm, Chief. I may, have I may have taken hung myself up. Damn. But I just want to throw that out. I just want to throw that out there right fast, man, because I got these Bluetooth and I, I'm trying to set it in my ear and I cut the button out. But this is why, like I said, we have to understand a lot of things, brothers and sisters. See, a lot of things, brothers and sisters, we stagnate ourselves because we get into a certain traditions and we study nothing else but our tradition. Like I said, Sunray, I've, I've studied everything, brother Justice. You've seen a lot of the books I just showed you that I bought recently i i yes, went sir. back in i bought a lot of my comedic i rebought a lot of comedic books am i going back in the start saying uh my name is haru so-and-so am i no i'm not i study traditions i study history i am trying to learn self and learn about the ways of the world nothing wrong with that we That's get right. so caught up in some things we don't even understand about our own freaking tra- tradition because we don't study enough. So That's even right. to understand is is only thing to learn about when you go even to learn about some of the things of, of Kemet is to learn about the cosmology. You see, the reason I'm doing like this because I took a lot of stuff literal myself at one time, even when I was in, Kim, in, in Kemet, even though I was initiated into the craft of Kemet, but still, again, I, I took certain things literal. Now when I go back, so my mind is open. I'm like, God damn. That's why I'm going back into the books. Now look at it. I said, oh, okay. Now I get a clearer picture because my mind is more open and I have thorough knowledge now. And so a lot of things I truly do understand, it was all about cosmology. Certain things you might see where this was a God is a power force that they were describing, even like they say science. But in another way that they were describing things that was happening around them, but they might give I learned a different that. name. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Let me go ahead, bro. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. No, I ain't gonna be. I, I'm gonna be brief on this because it's based. Are you on good? You good, book. brother? You good? I spoke enough. Okay, it, it, it's based on the books that you showed me, and I did some more. I mean, even with that little part that you uh, you highlighted for me to read, and I read it, uh-huh. and then doing some other comedic research and studies to have some understanding of how in different periods of time, different rulers or people who practiced Ma'at and who were kings and queens of ancient Kemet, lower and upper Kemet, that, you know, they would inherit each other's greatness. So if you had a great, Hattah, like he was this one that was this great thinker, this brilliant black man who just knew how to build and he just was so intelligent and so balanced and in tune that people, after seeing, you know, witnessing him and, and, and him him being a, an embodiment of the creator himself, that he had all of those qualities, and what happens is the next king inherits those qualities, and then his qualities that he inherits on top of the qualities that he has, it, it just it, it's interchangeable. It's like, okay, Patah was around for a good period. Then, you know, you're going to deal with um, Asar. So Asar... He was a great king and all like that, and he was, you know, like he was killed and everything. We know his story, but what I'm saying about him is that from Bata and to him, 
and their greatness and what what they had in their minds. It's just kind of okay. The God is like okay. Re re. It's like you re reinforce as you as the next one comes. Then he has greater strength, greater insight, greater wisdom. Somehow, sometimes, and he inherits all of these traditional. Um, principles and whatnot, and and adds to it in his period of time of his living. So it is a wonderful thing just to pass down the traits of God throughout time to each other. We're all, you know, in the line of the brotherhood of God. You know, like it, that's just how I see it. Okay. Is there? And, and my brother, uh, uh, I want to kind of get back on what we were with, because uh, my brother online, I forget my brother's name, the first brother to call in. I forget my brother's name. I, I don't think I called him, but you said it just earlier. Was it not, was, name was your name, Bob. No. Solutions. No. The, Solutions. Yeah, yeah. That's the best my brother there. Because he was speaking some, he was speaking in the language that our brother, Alpha Male, I know that he, that, that, that he loved. And so I want to get back on that. Because uh, you know, dealing with the, the, the space science and things, you know, that's that's our brother Alpha Male conversation. And and and, and for a matter of fact, Alpha Male actually is the one who originated this conversation. It's been a while back because you know what I'm saying he originated this conversation because you know we was talking about something and Alpha Male said, "Well, I'm not. I'm, I don't. I can't probably paraphrase him exactly what he said, but he said something like." I don't. I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm not from this planet. That's why I uh-huh. said this conversation originated from what he said. Right, because the Dogons, I, the Dogons are the same way. They, they in the image of what you sent me and what. Well, maybe it was something else that I was doing or I was watching mm-hmm. or something about the Dogons. I'm not sure if it was the one you sent, but they have inside of their soul. A manifestation of how life and how the creator created everything. So, because their feet are on the ground and in that soil there, and that they at night will study each star alignments and every night map them out and 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 write them. I mean, like actually. Draw them out, thing they see in the sky each night for a period of one year, okay? And then after that year, they're going to do it again. But they're doing it every night. And this is how they were able to find Sirius B because they were, they either were able to identify after tracking the stars for hundreds and hundreds of years as a people is what they were doing as a tradition at night. And so they learned so much information about the cosmos and the alignment of the stars and everything, you know, how the formulation of the mind of the creator would have things be because they're silent. They're just, they're in tune with, with, with the moon. They're in tune with the stars. They know that they are stardust. They came from stars. You know, it's in their blood. It's, it's in their who they are. It's like they know that they are from the creator, and the creator gave them insight on the alignment of the cosmos and how that they feel with inside of themselves that they came from Sirius B or that we came from Sirius B or how they were able to figure out that all of them together and then accurately later on 
the scientists would determine that what they said was true about the hidden planet that can't be seen with the naked eye that they call Sirius B because Sirius A is another star that is that you can see with the naked eye and it, it, it sits near Sirius B but Sirius B is so close to it that the, the, the brightness of Sirius A will, will block out Sirius B and you can only see Sirius B on particular nights or a particular period of the year, like a particular you know time of the year, where you can only see it at that time. So they were, oh, look at that! At a certain point, they all looked up. So oh, look at this right here, and they all they all agreed that this is what we see, and that this in our heart that that's the planet that we come from. It's a melanated place. Mm-hmm. And, and my brother that was on earlier, he was on earlier, brother, because he mentioned that we were talking about what you said about the Dogon. And, and, brother, if you could, could you elaborate you saying that, that, that they might have had some revelation, if you don't mind, how they knew that? Are, are you serious. referring to me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cause my, I think just as he was, he, he was in and out earlier because he didn't, he didn't get a chance to catch what you were saying when we were talking about that earlier. So you, you might, you saying how they had might might had a revelation and and not just actually knew that. Could you, could you kind of elaborate what you were saying on that earlier? Yeah. Well, two things. Uh, we need revelation. All of us. We need revelation of that which we were not around to observe. Okay. We have to get it from revelation. And we don't always uh, – now, I, we should be careful about the revelation, no doubt. But um, we do have to have revelation, and, and, and many times it, it works. Now, the other thing that I mentioned was that, see, people obviously came from a single point of origin. I think science is, 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 is pretty well set on that. And I would say at the Tower of Babel, or Babel, where you had all the world's people that gathered at that particular point. That was a very significant, what we call a singularity. And, of course, they were dispersed because their languages were confused. So it seems to me that possibly and probably that is the way we get a flood story from the Sumerians, the Babylonians, you know, of course, the uh, Jews, the Hebrews, because at one time they were all one people and they dispersed from from a uh, from a singular place. So I just think well, that helps. About, you're talking about race mixing and intermingling with different groups of different people coming from different regions like Indo-Europeans meeting up with Africans or Asians meeting up with Arabs or, you know, like it's just it's a race mix thing and then well, they all end up at this place with Tower of Babel where they all come with their languages and they're all from different regions of the uh, planet or whatever and uh, it's confused like you're saying. Well, let me this, say this. It, now, that's a sort of trigger word race, at least for me it is, because <laughs> look, we all are of one race, the human race, and I like to talk about sometimes species. Human beings, very interestingly, are the only species, and the definition of a species is those which can mate and produce reproductively capable offspring. 
Human beings are the only ilk or only genre of creatures that are capable of that. You take, for example, a hummingbird and an ostrich. They're both birds, different species. Human beings, the, the word race, that's only used a lot of times. That was used to abuse people. I mean, people Let me say this, that Solutions. Solutions. You, solutions. <laughs> solutions. I'm listening. You listening? Okay, second, man. All right, so you got what you call uh, a race of people, and then you got human people. All right, so there's, there mm-hmm. is a difference. Well, give me the example. I, I'm not following your example. You yeah, you right. me in up order, that. You in me order up that to, one too, Justice. See, all right, I'm going to point to it to you like this. The other day, a man had a sign as I was going past him. He says, I'm not a bad human. I'm just bad at being a human. And he was poor and he was homeless and he was, you know, whatever the case. And so mm-hmm. when I got next to him, I said, he happened to be white, and I said, you're not a human being. I said, in order to have, uh, in order to be a human being, you have to have hue. So <laughs> I, said, you're, I said, you're kind of a man, but not a full human being. I said, oh, you're come on. Man. You got to be kidding. No, he, appre- he appreciated that. And uh, I went on and gave him a dollar after I told uh. him that. Well, okay, let me say this. Look, there are varying degrees of of human hue or what we call melanin. But all humans have melanin in their blood. That's what renders it red. No, 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 no. You can't go there. Hold on. Let me just finish. All humans have melanin in their organs. But look here. Let me say this. I just gave you the definition. White people are not human. White people are not human. Okay. okay. There, there, are people, show, but they're not human. You have to have hue to be a human show, being. Wait, 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 according human to beings, the way they treat them on the planet, because they're not Chinese. human. Uh-oh. Okay, we're talking and over each other. We shouldn't do that. I'll shut up. And let, but I'm trying they, to respond. According to whom? Who? Who? I'm going to read to you the anthropological definition of race. It says here, starting out, no longer in technical use. Any of the traditional divisions of humankind, the commonest being the Caucasian, Mongoloid, and Negro, characterized by supposedly distinctive and universal uh, physical characteristics. Now, this is a lie. That's the reason it's no longer in technical use. And anybody can be a bigot and a racist. No one is People excluded use, from see, that. Look, you might not want you might solutions. You might not want race to be a word or something, but every day people say race and use that word because it ain't going nowhere whether you like it or not. Doesn't mean it's accurate. It don't mean it ain't going nowhere either. It's it's a thing called Joe race Lyon. that it, that it, that that people have a beginning and an ending. They are a race of people. People of color, That's human right. beings, don't have a beginning or an ending. Human beings right, are being forever and ever. I'm not right. fighting with you, and I don't want to fight with you, but I'm going to we say this fighting. again. We're just talking. You disagree talking. with my definition of species. D- I just said thing. race is, is a people who have a beginning. Well, I like didn't say race. race. I said a species. Race. 
in a race, you have a beginning. You go start, and then at the finish line, the race is over. So there okay, is a race of people. Now, will you answer my their, question? Did you hear my definition is, of, of species? And the do race you disagree of with it? It's it, 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 over with. The race of people is over with. Okay? So you're right on that point. Their time is coming to an end. So, Justice, what is, what is, a, what is, what is a racial group? They say this is a racial group. They're usually referring to people of color as in some form, like if it's, it's a racial, it's usually black first, but then they will tie it into other races if the, the what if the, the um, people of color, what the fuck is people of color? You might as well say color people. You, you might as well say color people, right? Color hey, people. Hey, Justin, I was agreeing color on people. you with white folks aren't, aren't aren't humans. I was agreeing on you with that. That's why I said that's the only good thing you said tonight. But that point, but this part where you saying all oh, people of color, y'all know that shit just... Alright, color people. And, and color people. White yeah. people call black I people colored people. Color people so we take the sting out of everything. We say we're people Either of color now. Oh, you fucking white, man. They used to Don't say nigger, now we say nigga. We take this thing and out no, of stuff. No, no, no. Ain't, ain't no, look, I was agreeing on you with, with everything up to tell people of color thing, man. Well, that's fine. Look, I ain't going to say people of color. That ain't normally my word, so don't don't strike me down for that. That ain't normally I my word. I need to reassert. I'm, I'm going to reassert because I think this is very crucial. The definition of species is any two uh, couples that can mate, male and female, and produce a, an offspring that's capable of reproduction. Human beings are the only uh, mammals that can do that. And, I, and, and how familiar your mic is, brother Amir. Your mic is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm a so, so I, I kind of know my species. Hello? What do you think hey, about yo, this? Are you white? Right, let me ask you something. Are you black or white? Look, I, I think that's, uh, with all due respect, I think that's nonsense. I'm an American. No, 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 no. Are you, are you white? Are you Caucasian, Mongol, or the Negro? I'm, I'm a mixture of everything, <laughs> as we all are. <laughs> we I'm all are mixed. But what are you? What are you? What are you? What does skin look like? I'm a human being. I mean, come on. Let, let me give you a quick example. Let me give you a quick example. What if you, you don't got no like? color in your skin, you're not a human being, Solutions. Let me follow, yeah, follow me on this. Like if anybody, to, if any out. person outside of this country were to hear another person speaking or to hear you speaking, they would identify you as an American. Why would they do that? Because people are identified by their language and culture, and culture is the, the language is the primary expression of culture. Language is. So, I mean, it's amazing that people of a particular culture have difficulty identifying themselves, but people outside that culture, culture can readily identify you. Go ahead. So so well, step into the ring. Uh, go ahead, climb what over that third rope like? with your big leg. What, you don't even got to go under the rope. What, what, Just climb over what, the rope. What, what, what and come on culture? in. Solution. <laughs> Solution. 
solution? What is yes, your culture? What is your culture? American. So do you speak English in your culture? Well, I try my best, sir. All right, so you're a white man then. Okay. Maybe half a male can can. Yeah, solutions is, 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 is mankind. He kind of a man, but not a full human being. That's what he is. That, 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 see, that's, that's, that's absurd. That, that's, that's sophomoric no, and insulting. No, I'm going to read this no, again. The definition of race, according to anthropology, the study of man, no longer in technical use. We don't care what the white man said. We don't care what the white man said. We don't, we don't validate so, what we think because of what the double say. Do well, that. I tell That's you what, right. you you send me a copy of your lexicon and I'll consider it. What language ha- have you founded and uh, developed to the point that you have a lexicon that clearly defines your, your speech? It's called Afrocentric perspective and point of view. You don't want to claim uh, you're being using, an Afrocentric. You're using the same tools that I am, you're just in denial, if I may say no, so. No, no. What what do you 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 uh, Let's not fight over this. I, I I really didn't come here to fight yeah. over nonsense. Let's be mature. And Let's be as mature yeah. as we can be and move on. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear Alpha. You got your gloves right on yet? I want to hear Alpha Mayor right fast, and then we want. Yeah, step like, on in. Put your gloves on. Shit. Nah, he's using the jazz or Hoover Bob. Yeah, hold hold tight. Let, let, let's hear Alpha Mayor. He ain't been on all the whole. Shit. You know, so I want to get my brother fair. Come on, Shaf. Come on, Shaf. Oh, uh, he probably using the, the Jagger Hoover Bob. Hey, yeah, um, can I? Can I? Can I say something? Yes, there you brother. go. Go on. Right. We got to hear from now. You. This is a universal uh, night of meditation and reflection. We have a. <laughs> planetary alignment. Uh, (laughs) We're not supposed to indulge in confusion and, you know, uh, arguments and negativity. It's it's really a time to really, you know, look deep into yourself. You know, uh, I really want to hear what my man has to say. even whether it's my philosophy or not, you know, I want to hear it. And, you know, I just think, you know, the brothers need to pull back and let him, you know, say what he has to say. You know, this, this uh, I, I come, I come here to learn, not, not to, you know, play games and, you know, make people feel like they're not welcome. So, if I would appreciate it, y'all would just let the brother speak. Because we, we talk all the time. We know how each other think. But, you know, uh, my man taking time out of his his time to educate us, you know, in a little different way. You know, because if he said a thousand words, if two matter, that's something. So can can, can we, you know, can we let him speak, you know? Because I, I want to learn something. I, I want to hear him. And the record Alpha Male, I'm gonna let the brother know, because like you know, I know you said you was, you know, chilling, you was chilling, you know, you was, cause you told me about the lunar. I don't know if I can see it tonight, cause it's supposed to be. 
storm, so I might not even get a chance to see it tonight. But, but you were chilling out, right? And, and I'm going to tell you, brother, I hit Alpha Male up and like, hey, man, look, this brother, man, he's speaking your language. Because, you know, we were talking about space and things. Like that. You know, this your thing, Alpha Male. That's kind of my league because he was dropping about the space and things and this atmosphere and all of this. So, you know, I, I, I hit you up. And this is the reason you, you hit Right. Yeah. So we really wanted because I, I, cause I told you about. We then we got into something else by the time you came on to something else because no somebody and we started coming about something else that somebody else said. So, but what we was talking about, like the uh, really know our place of origins about the different traditions and stuff like that coming from Star Constellation. You know, was coming in. He was talking about you know that we, we probably couldn't leave because of different things that we don't. Planet. Well, he was speaking about what you be into, Alpha Male, and that's why I told you I didn't disturb you. You know, take a break. He was speaking in you know the language that you know that the conversation that you like to speak, and so that's why I disturbed you to you know the brother. But I want to go back to something, brother, about species, right fast. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 maybe I might get called a coon for this shit because you know somebody we when you say shit don't fit people's narrative, you the name, you know, so I'm just going to say this, and, and, and all what brother is saying is that we are the same species, because brother is speaking about mating, whether it's a European how is it, right? Let's say this, because we, we, we I think we, we mixing it, we mixed, we stopped throwing it, not getting the context again. We're talking about we calling race, what they have deemed as race, which we might put in as colorism, to do with you being a human being, not it has nothing to do with you being a human. Just because your skin complexion does not make you not human, no. But that's you know that's a person on philosophy. Person, but here, here it again. Brother was speaking about a species. So if we're not of the same species, I'm gonna let him go back into the definition of species and go say what he's saying. If we're not of the same species as what we call human beings. How is it that, and we talk about race mixing sometimes, how is it that a so-called European, what do you want to call a European, white, whatever, Tamahu, uh, 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 Edomite, how is it that they can mix with a so-called black man or I mean, a melanated being and have a baby if they're not of the same species? A frog can't have a goddamn baby with a fish. A dog right, can't right. have a baby with a goddamn cat. Like right. two birds, they are there. <laughs> The foul, but they can't have babies together. So, but can you go again with the species things if you don't mind? Because I understand it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, were you referring to me or? Yes, yeah, yeah, you, brother. My bad. Oh, okay. Well, well, let me just share this with you. Now, you guys can read the hold of this. This is what you call a homograph, and it's in. Uh, it's under race. And you could go to dictionary.com. I kind of keep it on speed dial. Or you can go to uh, Merriam-Webster's. And, and there are others, the Cambridge uh, lexicon. And I use them all. But anyway, uh, under the second definition of race, it says genetic evidence has undermined the idea of racial divisions of, human, uh, of the human species and rendered race obsolete as a biological system of classification. Race, therefore, should no longer be considered as an objective category 
and the uh, uh, as the term formally was in expression like the Caucasian race, the Asian race, the Hispanic race. Now, let me just say this. A lot there's a lot of uh energy that can be wasted on nothing. And what I see sometimes a lot of people uh put their energy in something that's completely unproductive. Now, the only reason race was developed was to make money at someone else's expense. Uh, it never was valid, but it was used as a valid tool based on the people that were in power at the time. And everybody has done this, by the way. Everybody has been a conqueror and a victim at one time or another. So anyway, I'll just leave that as that. You guys can read this for yourself and understand it. Uh, all right. Now, with, re- with respect to the issue of species, I think that's very definitive because an animal that's not of the same species cannot reproduce a reproductively capable offspring. For example, you take a lion and a tiger. Now, they can produce an offspring, and it's called a liger, I believe. But that liger is the end of the line. It can't yep. reproduce. It's sterile. Yeah. And that's for sure. And and that goes back to these uh two babies and these uh this cloning process. See none none of them will reproduce either. Now I'm hmm. not I'm not cognizant of that. I'm I'm you're saying test two babies uh by definition of are sterile? Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'd never heard wow. that, but I'll check into it. That's interesting. Wow. It is. And uh, on okay. one note, I want to say that um, 100 and some odd years ago, Marcus Garvey coined this term, race first. But Okay, but, but just this. Define what it, what was he talking about race? See, I think you're mixing you're mixing. It's just like again your thing, Justin. You know I love your brother, but it's the same thing with how you mix up uh, indigenous servitude with chattel slavery. What is it? What what do you? What is the definition or what defines your? What they use this word race? What are they talking about? What is a race and what is a human? From your definition and your understanding, when somebody says a human, and what do they mean about a race? We're talking about what we have in common with each other, our skin color, our hair texture, how we speak, how we move, how we relate to each other. That's my race of people. That's my kind. Okay? That's my race first. We got to look out for each other first. Okay, race so what does that have to do with human? Because you mentioned color. That's colorism. So what does that have to do with you being a human? We humans That's automatically. We we automatically human. That's we don't have nothing can to you, do with that. That's okay. Let me, can you be a? Can you be a? I, you know, I, like I said, I don't know, man. I you know, I told y'all, man. I only went to the seventh grade. I I ain't finished the goddamn seventh grade. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm good? slow on a lot of shit. No, I'm just no, I'm just trying to figure problem. it out. I don't know, man. Y'all know I don't know. I, I, a lot of shit. I'm, I fail science. I fail all this shit. So I'm trying to figure this out. So, so can I be a so can I be a human with color? Can I be a human with some color? Can I be a brown Absolutely. human? Can I be a what they call a white human? But I'm still a human, right? No matter what my if color got, is, right? If you got if you got an ounce of hue in you, you a human. If you don't have no hue, you ain't no human. 
Also, what you're saying well, is, let if me you're ask you not, this. what about albinos melanin? that come in all oh, yeah. the different? Uh, now, I'm going to use the term mm-hmm. ethnicities. Uh, what about I, albinos I, I, are reflected in all ethnicities, and they right. have very little pigmentation, skin pigmentation. Yeah. Uh oh. They, you know, you could classify them different ways, but. Like you say, in all the different races, you'll find this type of um, this problem. It's a it's a genetic problem. So even if it's a white albino, he's not a human. He's just so he's a, he's what he, it is. What it is. He might look like he got color or a slight uh something but there's nothing going on there really now the afrocentric albino is a black person the afro albino is a black person even if they don't have no color they still got the dna of a african a afrocentric or genoid the geno or of a of a of original man well all so, humans are possess human dna Human d- Everybody DNA not is a human. They not it's mankind, the kind of a human. They're not they don't have the same DNA. All these people with Neanderthal blood and we don't have that. That's the ones that's not human. Now where do you get your uh, uh, definitions from, sir? You could go to the black man's dictionary and he was a we- his name was Webster. He was a black man. Okay, he oh, wrote the dictionary, Lord, and he wrote what a human what a human is. So you go all up and down what a human is. You gotta have color to be a human. I don't care what the white man is gonna say, you won't find in that definition where you can make white people a human being out of it. You gotta yes, have color. I know where you. I I know where you got that from, Justice. Wait, wait, wait. Let I me ask you. Got, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and I have a question I'm, for I'm, him. I'm, I'm I mean, I don't know ahead. how long you guys want to entertain this, but what no, about? I'm gonna tell you uh, where he uh, got it from, though. I'm gonna let you go ahead, brother. But I know where he got this from. He got this from BlackPower.com because I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I remember him. I'm, 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 I remember used to hear that shit when I even as when I was in the Nawabian. I remember hearing this thing how see people play with words. I remember even hearing that Dr. York and some other people used to play with that. See, he's not a human man. See the word H-U, that's hue. See, that's us. That's the black man. We the one have hue and he don't have hue. That's why I said it. I'm playing around. Excuse me, black power, the black power community. I know a lot of y'all don't exist anymore, but excuse me. But that's what a lot of that stuff, what they call pseudo, how I often be saying that pseudoscience, brother, that's, 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 that's straight trash, brother. That's straight right, trash. When, when I look up away. a word, the real deal sorry, is, it is human. I, I want to respond to what, what he just word, said. Hue itself means color. The word man means a being. Hue, man, being. Period. I'm, I'm Go ahead. But I'm going to let my brother, he said he want to respond to it. But I this, this is crazy, Justice. Come on, man. Yeah, when, if you don't have I color, you're not going to act like a human being, and you won't treat human beings like human beings until you evolve up to the level of a human being, and that's what we have now. People have evolved up to the level of a human being, and they learn how to treat people who are human beings. So okay, so, so what is it? Okay, how, so what is it? So what is the whole? All of my brother. Okay, a black, a young black brother just got killed in the back of my, in the back of my house today. He just got gunned down. Man, it sounded like, goddamn it, it was a war zone. He just got gunned down. And I presume it's some black people just gunned him down. So the people who killed him, are they not human? That's black on black. Are they not fucking human? That, doesn't, that, does, not, 
just because you said they don't act like women, you act like okay, the black no, man is no, supposed no, to be no, huge. No. He's supposed to be no. so righteous because he's the human. He's not supposed <laughs> to do anything wrong. He's so righteous, but the unrighteous man, what you call the white man, he's the real devil of the earth. So he he's since he's not human, he don't know how to act. This is what this whole human shit they try to teach us. I remember this this teaching, man, when I was in that black power shit, they try to teach us this racial bullshit. That's why I said he like the the, uh, uh, the the critical race theory bullshit. They try to make black folks like you can't achieve shit because of your race. But so even with this human theory we're trying to throw out, brother, so explain to me why black folks doing the bullshit that they doing to each other, man. If, if, if human means you are right. so righteous, you are so pure, you don't do nothing no. wrong, but this unhuman, no. like the white boy, oh, okay, I forgot. So I understand why that European dude went in there and shot everybody in, in uh, uh made a piece of business be up on their soul. He killed those people in uh, a Buffalo the other day because he was not human. See, that's when you are not human. That's what a non-human do to human beings right there. But explain to me all this shit that's going on in Chicago. And like I said, Memphis just today where that black brother got gunned down by some more black people who were, I guess he was human because he's black. So I don't understand why they, why he killed, they killed the young brother. I know I'm I'm I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm 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 confused, man. But I'm gonna let my brother. He wants to say something. I'm just confused right now. Y'all got me confused with definition, man. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I got some answers, but go ahead, guys. Uh, no, no, I need... no. I think I want you to answer what the gentleman just uh, posed. I I want to hear the response. Sure. All right. Fine. Me too. That's that's <laughs> good. I'm I'm, I'm I'm glad that we're all ears here. I'm going to make me a pot of coffee at the same time. Uh, let me see. I'll he finna hey, like do his democratic filibustering, y'all. So I'm going to let y'all know that. Now. Oh, no. Y'all didn't, hear me, say y'all didn't yeah, hear me say that. Well. All right, so here's the situation. Yes, sir. Go the ahead. The non-humans that run the world have caused chaos in the world in many ways. And a lot of those ways is having the upper hand financially and economically over the people who don't have the wealth and the means to have a balanced life where they don't have to go haywire or go crazy in the mind and start doing things that they shouldn't be doing. So if it's like when over 100 years ago there was a time when in this country people didn't have jobs and they were sitting on the curves waiting and trying to get a job and ask, you know, just, just poverty and, and, and no jobs. So what happened was there was a, a, a thing done and they were able to get jobs and get themselves uplifted out of that situation. And they became productive citizens in society and they felt good about their life and felt good about themselves and they didn't have to go and do things that they would do if they didn't have the means and, you know, otherwise. So what I'm saying is when humans treat humans fairly, then the society is better. And when people who treat people fairly in their societies, the society is better. So even in a society where there are no humans but there are people, that society can be a good society or great society by how they treat each other. So if a non-human runs this nation and most of the world, not all of it, but most of it, and they have these different 
um, measures of keeping people down and not really saying much about it and 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 people not being able to identify what's happening and why they aren't being able to work one job and make a living versus having to work two or three jobs or go rob and steal and and to to support their life to you know to to you know to be able to make their life better so when non-humans are running the world and people are allowed to do anything because the non-humans don't care about rules and regulations as long as those people who are human are doing themselves a disservice towards each other. The non-humans don't care. They're like, okay, good. Let them kill each other. Let's give them more guns. Let's drop a bunch of guns in the community. Matter of fact, let's let's drop a boatload of drugs in that community too at, at the same time. So now that happens, and nobody knows where the guns came from. Nobody even knows where all the drugs came from. The black people don't make the guns. They don't make the drugs. And, but they're there. They end up there. And then they start, because of what the movies are saying, that these non-humans make, and the movies are suggesting to the humans, this is what you do, humans. This is what you should do. Okay, so we're going to corrupt the humans. And then once we corrupt them, then we can lock them all up or kill them all and let them kill each other because we're non-humans and we don't want humans on the planet anyway. And we want, right. you know. Go ahead. Do you, remind, do, do you mind if I respond to you? Because I, I get the gist of what you're saying. Okay. All right. The, the one way that a person gives up all their power is to blame someone else because now they have no accountability. It's the other person's fault. I can say this unequivocally, and that is that I don't know if you guys have ever watched any reruns of our, of our, the Andy Griffith show. It's kind of a comedy. You had a sheriff that didn't wear a gun, and you had a deputy, a funny deputy that had one bullet, but it wasn't in the weapon. It was in his shirt pocket. So, <laughs> Barney, Barney fight. That's Barney funny. Fight. Yeah, I gotta watch. That's funny. I was basically, too to watch that. Too small to understand it. Yeah, hold on. Basically, they were unarmed. All right. Now, I could live perfectly in a society like that because I don't need policemen. And there are other people that could live in a similar society. Now, I would say to you, sir, is that the victim. Regardless of the excuses that you make, I don't I think the victim. I don't what think the victim. I, I don't hold on. You did make okay. excuses, and it's amazing that you don't see it. The victim <laughs> would not be appreciative of any excuse that you made. Any. Mm. I just want you to consider that when you're making excuses, blanket excuses, which is what you did. The victim would not appreciate your excuse. I know I wouldn't if I were a victim. Damn. So if if you got the non-humans uh, who run the music industry, who allow us to say anything, but if, if we say anything about them, it's a problem. Now, if they won't, they don't have any other genre of music where people are disrespecting their own people and their race. 
or near Okay, but I don't think you responded to what I said. You just kind of deflected. Because you didn't right. point out anything where I said um, that I was making an excuse for. I didn't make any Well, excuse. you made an excuse for the bad behavior of people who victimize other people. Yeah, the non-humans who make movies that influence well, well, you keep people using this who are term. Now, let me give you a that's term, not because I, I think where you are, are, are failing is, first of all, not properly defining your words. And, it, and, and there's an old uh, bromide that said, before any two people can enter into an intelligent conversation, they need to define their terms. So here goes. Human, all right, of, pertaining to, characteristic of, or having the nature of people. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That's, that's coming from a Eurocentric point of view. Or okay, well, or then give me your de- everything. Uh, what about the money you have in your pocket? Why don't you take all that money out and just throw it away? That's Eurocentric. It, it, has a, it, it no, probably that's, has that's, that doesn't a dead president on it. You just I, I, do I, something I, in there that don't have nothing to do with this conversation. But what are you doing? Hey, but 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 y'all y'all ain't y'all ain't heard something earlier, did you? Y'all didn't hear something earlier. Now I promise y'all, I've seen a picture of Webster. But Justice <laughs> said, Justice, hold up. Did you say that Webster was a you black man? They whitewashed this history. You know that they whitewashed everything. The black man wrote that dictionary. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so so brothers, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all. So no matter what y'all say. It ain't gonna matter because it's white. It's gonna either be whitewashed. It's just a lie. You just so no matter what we say, definition. It ain't gonna matter. That sounds like brainwashing. The non-humans have hidden away all the truth in the world. You won't hardly find hardly any the real truth. They lie about everything and have for since they've been in control for two hundred years. Can I add something else? Yes, sir. The the letters H U nowhere in any dictionary does it pertain It's H U E man. H U E man. What are you looking for? Well human human is H U M A N. It doesn't have an E. H U E. That's Hugh. When you start writing man, now that defines, that defiles English. If you put an E in there at that point, you have to take the E out at that point. Where you go with H-U-M-A-N at that point? Because that's how how English, if you want to speak it properly and and understand what what this man is trying to say. I was an English, look, the black man invented English. All right. We oh, love. Now we in right. English. Are you, are you yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the etymology of this word right here. It was. It was. It came into the English, English language between 1350 and 1400. Okay? And there were no white people in control, and no English had nothing to do with it because that was and it black didn't people have at that the point. E. It talks about Latin uh, humanus, akin to mm-hmm. homo, human being. That's right. Uh, and it says, uh, yeah. So, so, so it it has traveled through several white languages. Can't claim English. humanity because they don't have hue. I can't stand white people trying to claim humanity all the time, and they don't have no hue. Stop claiming but, humanity. But it's it, it, uh, well, look, I, I think this is an unwinnable fight, but well, I, I think you're not being fair. You're not being impartial. 
you just don't want to re- accept reality. The truth and is you're not you have being to objective. have you to be a human. Or you can just say I'm a human if you want to, but it ain't going to make it true. Well, look here. Let, let, me, let, let me respond to you this way. Okay. I'm familiar with animal husbandry. And I pointed out that whoever you consider a Caucasian, now there are people who identify as black that can pass. You can look at this in imitation of life. But so what's their offspring then? Is their offspring not human? I said if you got one ounce or one drop of some melanin, you are a human being. Okay, hold it. Stop right there. You. Stop right okay, there. You got just a little bit. Not a yeah, white stop. human being. Not a European that got a little tan. That's not goddamn you. Stop right no, there. No, Every no. human being, do you know melanin is what gives blood its color? Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Do you know that well, melanin man, is answer the key carbon? You... Do you know that melanin is the key carbon for life in the universe? Me- melanin a is carbon. In... Melanin is a carbon for life. Melanin is in everyone's blood, and melanin is in everyone's it. organs, vital organs. They 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 trying to buy melanin. They want an injection of some damn melanin. They want to have sex with you to get some melanin. <laughs> but you're okay? not responding. They got melanin, okay. melanin, melanin pills and stuff, okay, because they ain't got no melanin. They want to buy it. They want to kill okay. you to have some of it, have sex with you to have some of it, eat you to so, have some uh, of did it. Did you know melanin is... Is what gives a person their hair color and eye color. Look, don't ask me no more questions about melanin. I got some melanin. And you probably don't even have no melanin. Because you don't want to claim nobody, no culture. What culture well, are what you? Well, what I like is really truth instead of fantasy. Yeah, that's correct. And just this, for a matter of fact, okay, I did the, etymo- et- the etymology too, right? Chief Rabbi, you, get back get, up in and, here. And just this, I'm going I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna to give you something, though. I'm going to give you some credit. Because when you do look up the word etymology, I mean the, the etymology for the word who, but like like they said though, it's spelled H U E, and it does has the word color in it. But here's the problem, like like Alpha Male said, when you spell human, there's no e in there. So if you try to use what you saying who man, wouldn't that be like a compound word? You was like H U. And then you no, would like, and then no, you add H U, no. and then man, because if I'm just no. saying, I'm gonna get to okay. Hold on, hold on, brother, hold up, slow down for a minute. To give to to fit what you are saying, to even fit the theory that you are saying, you would have to have this compound word. You know, there's some words that's compound words, and it would have to be that H U, and I don't know somehow the word E ain't in there, but just say if it was H U, and then the word man, and then just say the word H U was meant color. And then it had the other power compound word was mean man, the colored man. Now that would fit your theory, what you're saying. If that was actually how it worked. But when you look up here what you're saying, H U E, there's nothing that has to do with man. There's it's nothing dealing to do with color. Not a compound word. It's, it's dealing, dealing with, with color. Where, okay. It's dealing with color, but where is the man in this? You don't you Where's put the, the man, man in, in once you add man. You say human then, but you don't put an E but because you, okay, it's defying, but, but you it's have, defiling the English language when you do that. If you, you if you spell a word like e, that with an E, if you subtract the E, my brother, it would not to be the it would not be the same definition. You, you it don't would not put be two vowels next to each other. You can't spell a word with two vowels next to each other. That's the problem. Uh, M is, hold up, brother. Uh, M is. Uh, 
my y'all ain't seeing my goddamn vowel so long. I'm saying uh, M is a vowel. A, a, a conjecting word, like a double word. You like like you're trying to say you add on to it. You can't put a E on to it after you add on. You have to take the E out to make the word right. You man. It didn't change. It's still human. It's still human. No, it's not. Man. He, he, no, okay. So I should be able to look up that word in itself. But still, again, human doesn't. See, th- that sounds good. That sounds good when you're trying to do a play on words. When you're trying to do semantics and play on words, that sounds damn good. I told you, I remember this teaching now from the goddamn black power community. I remember you that. You're going to defend non-humans so much that you just won't let it go. You're going to defend it, it, them. It's not a, brother, it's not about that. It's like, okay, again, when you try to sound and try to make it like, okay, black folks, we are human because we are so righteous and all this. That, again, we're black, I ask you, we got brother, a one drop I, of black blood or more. No, I ask you again, if blackness, if that's so if, if this human as you're saying because we call them non-human because you know if we call them devils and everything and i'm not trying to take up well i'm just trying to be factual i just want to be factual i'm not trying to be right that's all i want to do i don't give a damn about you look i ain't in that shit no more i used to be and played that whole game with the black power shit and i found out it's a bunch of uh hyped up emotionalized bullshit that black folks ain't even trying to live up to their damn self so i don't i don't i don't play that game no more but anyway there's a lot of crypto shit with that. But black people talking about black power, black power, but then they beat the hell out of each other. The same people who are in black power supposed to be the black power revolutionary. They won't go and whoop the clans ass, but they'll beat the shit out of a guy. They'll beat the shit out of one of their own brothers for something that might be petty shit. That's, so, right. I, I, that's why I say I, I don't play that game with that black power shit no more. Don't give me that shit. Give me some righteousness. You living righteousness? But anyway, let me shut up on that. So, again, my brother, if if you saying human is the black man and we try to make the, the human be so righteousness, why, again, as I ask you, if he's the non-human and he's and he's around here killing each other. He's making war. He do everything he's because, because that's his he's character. Because he's non-human. Why is this human? Is so why is this human, my world. So why is this human defecting uh-huh. then? Why is this human doing the same thing that this non-human is doing? Because I thought, he's, I thought we're supposed to be better because we are human than this because non-human. Because we are. We have great been, point. We have, all right, look. Oh, you know excellent. how I say whitewash. You know how I say whitewashed and stuff. No, we you you can't. You brother, listen. No, if we are programmed, no, no. if we are just go, just go like this here. If we talk about the intelligent designer who created the black man, now we can't defect, brother. We like a computer. The only way we defect, we might, you know, like a computer, we might get a virus <laughs> or something on us. So you're trying to say this non-human put a virus on us to make us defect like a computer to make us start acting in a, you know, in a manner just like him. He don't put a Trojan horse on us or some kind of virus on us. Because, you know, like uh-huh. Muhammad said, man, the black man is born like they teach. The black man is born righteous. He's so-and-so, so-and-so. That's right. Them, them saying, so how how did this, this non-human, I mean, how is us as human, born righteous by nature, all of this, how do we affect to act like this non-human, bro? I'm, I'm just trying to figure this out. Because when they took control, they made the history of the world go away, and then they began their history and started to lead and and to control everything and all the aspects of everything and took over everything. Once we, even when we had stuff, they took it over. 
And so at Justice, that point, what does it have to do? I got to stop you, brother, because I don't want you to go. I want you to stay there. I'm, I'm stopping you because you're going somewhere. Brother, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get you to ask about our action, not about what he wrote in no history book. How did our action goes to be, because remember now, humans are supposed to be righteous by nature. We don't do no wrong. How And, and unhumans, non-humans, are unrighteous. They wicked as hell. Like they do things, like I said, like the dude did in Buffalo. So how did this non-human, I mean, I mean, okay, this human start acting like this non-human? We start killing they, each other. We start doing. How did we do that? Forget they, the damn they put, what they wrote down, bro. They, they put Jesus Christ out in the forefront, and then they brainwashed us, and then we've been oh. brainwashed with the whitewash. Well, wait a minute. Are you? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Wait a minute. You're not brainwashed, right? I'm not brainwashed anymore. Okay. Now, let me say this. Make an observation. People like you, say, for example, if you developed a colony wherever, you could not correct inappropriate behavior because you're blind to it. So you could never clean up the Mm -hmm. elements of, of evil. And this is what I believe the gentleman that's questioning you is pointing to, is where does this inappropriate behavior come from in the so-called humans? And how can when they be brainwash right? you, when they brainwash you to follow a mode that is unfitting of you. Well, how are so they so smart being the non-humans? Now, why, why why let me ask you a question. How are they so smart? Mm-hmm. How are they so smart being non-humans able to mm-hmm. overcome the humans that easily? Ooh, good one. Well, it's a diabolical master plan. That they put together. So, so the non-humans are actually smarter than the humans. Damn. For, oh, oh, for a short period of time, for, for a short period of time, and look, it's going to look that way. But their time is shortly coming to an end, and then it'll go back to normal after a while. But right now, we oh, live in a period where it's chaos. Okay, and where is it? That, that's hope. Now, that's what you call your faith. And now, when is that going to happen, approximately? Hold on for you to answer that one, Justin, because I got to give him something. He said something. I got to give him this right here, man. <laughs> he get a, well, he get a lion for that one. No. Oh, my goodness. I, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, brother, I'm here. The lion is like the standing ovation is this when you say Yeah, but he, he Anyway, go ahead. Thank you. But, oh, okay, that, that sounds like a prideful statement that, that you said. See, this is the thing. Truth is truth no matter who holds it. See, that's what you have to become cognizant of. And so what you're doing is tap dancing around the issue and making excuses. And that won't win in reality. It won't. It hasn't. All right, so when some rainy the night had an experience right behind his house when a young man was murdered and he was probably a young teen and he had a family. He probably enjoyed music and whoever shot him, they probably enjoyed music and listened probably to the same music. And that music has been unpoliced. It's been, it it hasn't been challenged to say, don't, Kill yourselves on the radio or on the airwaves. 
there's no other genre of music where people are doing that. You can't find that in any other genre except for that rap music that we have today. But who's allowing that? Who's allowing that? The people who run the industry are not saying, don't do that, y'all. They did. That would cut down on all of that, but they don't want that. They want them to go in that gangster mentality mindset that they are drug dealers or they, you know, shoot them up, bang, bang, promote, and all of this that they see in the movies that the non-humans make, that they run Hollywood, they run all of the video games, they make all the videos, the violent video games, Grand Theft Auto, and all these video I got, games. I, I got a, I, I got a question because yeah. I, that always confuses me. Because, okay, let's take food for example. Yes, sir. I don't like, I don't like okra because it's slimy. Yes, sir. There's nobody can sell me in any form okra and I eat it because it 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 just it's just not my taste. Now all these people that you say are manipulated by this music, they have a taste for it to begin with. Don't develop this because you hear or see something. Yes it's, you do it's your personality to start with. If that's you your environment I mean? and everybody around you and you I grew, grew up, up in, that. in that environment. I grew up in that, that no, environment. No, you didn't. Everybody no, you didn't. Had... No, you didn't, Alpha Male. That yeah. was a whole other period of time when you grew up. We talking about right it now, right now. Matter. It doesn't matter. It do matter. matter. It do it's matter. You did not. It matters. The music was, today is nowhere like it was when you was growing no, up. Come on, man. Come on, man. Y'all don't. I won't say y'all, but they doing that shit because they want to do it. They, I don't believe right. nobody, but the they thing, don't know the, any different. The they were born they, into a world do. without any they peace. Do. They didn't know, they know any different. songs that was cool. They know All their songs have been fucked up. They, they, know they ain't had no good songs. Bullshit. No. Come on, Jeff. They ain't had Come no on, good man. songs. That's bullshit. Come on, man. All their songs is bad. You no, had good songs to grow up with. You had a mixture of songs. You had some bullcrap. You had some songs that wasn't cool, then you had some cool songs. But you today all they song they don't even know how to say peace out here. You say peace to a child out here, they don't even know what the hell peace is. So you saying so you saying everybody's retarded? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a different time we living in right now. They don't know no peace. Difference. They never no seen difference. it. They don't have love. They don't know what love is. You knew that. You grew up with love in the house. That are much smarter than we are. So, and they growing up you, in the same You need to hang out with some bullshit. young people and see that they don't speak like you speak. They don't talk. They don't think like you think. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I see it every day. Yep. And just you know, we got some old. We got some it, old. Man. You got some old heads that listen. You got some people in their fifties, our age, listen to that damn crazy. But they don't. Stuff. They don't. They not living that life. They can listen all yes, day. They're they not living oh, that yes, life. They yes, are. they are, brother. Oh, no, they hell 50 yeah. 50 yes, 60 yes. living that life. Yes, no, they, they do, brother. Oh, yes, they do, my brother. Oh, you all wrong right. about that one, my brother. I see them. Oh, yeah. I see them, my brother. Same thing. You act like, brother, yeah, the OJ, they still don't play the OJs and the Temptations on the radio and shit. You act like that, that music still don't play. Right. I, I know. I, I can These tell you young people ain't, ain't, ain't never heard of Temptations song. I can tell you about some brothers who's supposed to have knowledge of self and all this damn knowledge, brother, and they still listen to all that same music. 
Yep. And they got knowledge. What I'm they saying got all is, the goddamn knowledge in the world, but they still listen these to These children today, they don't even know rappers from 15 to 20 years ago because they are only 15 or 20 years old. They only know what they know in their life period, and they only concern with the rappers in the last five to ten years that they've been listening to music. Don't you guys get it? They ain't. They no. don't care about no LL Cool J, no Kumo D, Run DMC. They not. They ain't even nowhere near thinking about no Temptations and no damn OJs. They don't know nothing Brother about them. They never heard them before. But like yeah, Alpha Mayor yeah. said, brother, a lot of the stuff they're doing because they want to. My mama and my daddy told me they gave me the best all morals that they can give and the guidance. Brother, when I went out there and did all my dirt, I did that shit because I wanted to do that. It ain't like my mama and daddy didn't tell me no better. That's why people say, exactly. hey, mama and daddy, ain't, they, they ain't give them no home training. Yes, they did. I chose to go out here and do damn it what favorite society put out or trying to do what my homies them do or maybe just showing out. I knew better, but I want to show out in front of my friend and to tell them how, show them how tough I am. Or just show out in front of some of the gals and some and do some shit. I chose to do that, brother. But I, but I, but I was trained. I was raised better than that. So a lot of things is you as an individual, you do shit a lot of shit because you want to do it, bro. That's it ain't, you can't. We That's can't right. always go out and blame society what somebody else have done, bro. With a lot of stuff that's on us, we can't keep. Bl- how, how long are we gonna keep blaming the goddamn white man? When, when a lot exactly. of shit is on us, a lot of things is on us, brother. We, if we, especially when we know all this stuff today, it's on us. If we right, knew all the trick knowledge that the white man have done stuff. today, brother, and we even work, and we in a damn near worse state, and we go, we supposed to have all this knowledge and know every trick that the white we man got, have done, we got brother, all the and we in a worse bro. state than we doing. Right, so it's like, come on, bro. When we gonna, when we gonna take a look know. at it? We won't act on it. We just because why? Because we always want to say that's what they want to hear. This is what sells. This would make money. Not that you're killing your goddamn self and you're going to kill your community off and all your young kids is going to be growing up all messed up in the head and you allowing that to happen just because it makes money. That's what they want to hear. It's, it's, they want to hear let's sad. kill each other. They want to hear let's kill this each other. And see, this, yeah, and see, this is this is why I say it again, brothers, and y'all and y'all know, and the people have their own opinion about the, the critical race theory. This is why I said I can't, I don't know. They don't need to teach critical race theory because the stuff just like this here, what I'm, what my brother's doing, again, we're making excuses for bad behavior, and we just want to make a uh, play the victim so goddamn much. Only thing, a lot of stuff we got to do is take a step back and look at what we're doing to our own selves. And this is why I'm saying critical race theory make you think that you can't achieve nothing because the white man got his foot on your neck. Or if you try to start a black bank, if you try to do right, the white man going to do this. But I'm looking at, well, damn, how are some of these other black people doing successful stuff? Then, damn, the white man, he must, okay, well, I guess they kissing the white man's ass the reason they got all the stuff they got. I mean, I just... We a lot of people we just choose not to do this stuff. We don't that we I, I chose not to do the stuff I used to do. So justice, I'm gonna say this right back. So you know what, brother, you made me believe in human evolution. You just made me tonight believe in human evolution. And I and I tell you what I'm saying, y'all. Because there was a time when I guess I was non-human, brother. I used to be breaking in people's houses, shooting at black folks, stealing black folks' shit, sleeping with woke folks, women, and all this type of shit. I, I was a non-human. And then when some brother gave me all that knowledge, brother, to, which is mean intelligence, a little intellect, intelligence, 
I evolved into a human because now I no longer do those type of things. So you made me tonight for believe in human evolution. So now I no mm. longer do the things I used to do when I was a non-human. So, uh, you made me believe in human evolution. All right. You don't get it. You, you, you Give me up with my damn line at. No, I'm messing with your theory. But you didn't get it. You ain't going to get that one, brother. You, you got to be a college yeah. dropout to get that one. I deserve a line at <laughs> some point tonight. Dang, well, I don't get no lines tonight. You ain't going to get that one, Doc. We got to stop making excuses, Justice, and coming up with bad. All this, see, all that stuff like you listen to these guys. Stay off the internet, man. Stay off the internet and because I'm going to you, man. First of all, because first all of this all, shit you now, now you're saying that, 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 that think, even uh, Webster's a black dude. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, if I just may I'm, jump I'm, in I'm, a hey, moment. Hey, I'm going to send my facts to you, Bob. After I go and find them, I, I gotta, I'm going to send you the facts. Please Come on, don't. it ain't going to be from my man. It ain't going to be from my man. It ain't going to be from my master teacher. It's going to be uh, another guy. Nah, I, gotta, I can't do drugs on a weekend. I gotta no, go it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't Cal- it ain't Callaway. I don't mess around with him at all. I don't like Dan Callaway. Hey, nah, is, is my mic open, guys? Can you say, hear me? Yeah, what you going to say, brother? Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, yes, thanks. No, what I was going to say, regarding standards and, quote, unquote, our inappropriate behavior, now, if you look at the, uh, I've studied this just, just some, uh, the Nation of Islam, they, they seem to have a great organizational structure, and they have standards. They, they don't tolerate inappropriate behavior, which is appropriate, and so they don't make excuses such as the gentleman who spoke to me and deflected. They don't make excuses for bad behavior. They, they call it out, and, and they deal with it, and that's what has to be done. Now, I, presumably, and I would assume a lot of you guys are like this, I think most human beings are pretty good, are pretty law-abiding, and it's only this small percentage that uh, really needs law enforcement. But like I, I like you to know, make that example. I could live know, in a community. I could live in a community without non-human corruptions that non-humans get away with. It's unimaginable, bro. Oh, okay, but the, see, there you go, making excuses again. If if you're going to be successful, and I don't know how successful you are, but if one is going to be successful, they have to stop making damn excuses. They have to take accountability and do what needs to be done. And making excuses uh, uh, in terms of... Making excuses and being a victim only gives you a power to the so-called victimizer, even if the victimizer is fictitious. I didn't make up no excuses. If I did, point it out. Well, when the gentleman spoke to you about the people in uh, certain communities, I believe he said in Chicago, and you can pick up the paper right now. I wish someone would do that. And look at how many people got shot or killed in Chicago. And these are by people that you would probably identify as black and possibly who would identify themselves as black. Look at the behavior they're practicing. Yes, sir. It's what happens when you allow a mindset to develop and you don't allow the children to get the education that they they deserve to have. Okay, let me ask you this. I got it. I got it. I got that. Now, how would you hold them accountable? 
if you, let's do a thought experiment. How would oh. you hold them accountable now? Hold oh, who accountable? The ones who are victimizing the people that that are shooting the people and uh, wounding and killing them. How would you hold these people accountable? We're just doing a thought experiment. First of all, you would have to bring the people to the forefront who we're talking about to hold them accountable. You got to know who, who you want to hold accountable. So, How about yeah. the people who pulled the trigger? The people who pulled the trigger, of course, is the number one person that should be held accountable. Right. But the point of the matter is when you don't understand how if you didn't come up the the way you did, like if you were a young child and you had Just all like kinds of situations that come up, I mean, that happened in your life. Like you don't have the two-parent household structure. You you're raised by your teenage parent, and she doesn't have much of an education, can't really read too well, whatever the case may be. And you're growing up in a whole dysfunctional grow-up time. And so All right, let's back up, up a minute. Stop, stop right you, there. I get your point. You, well, then that's you the community's the responsibility to rectify that. that that's the community's the responsibility to address. Bruh. You got to look at the community. No, 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 no. Answer, people. answer me if you can. If you, if you don't want to, I, I can, I can deal with that too. But that is what the community has to respond to. Your churches, for example, have to start they teaching people. They always do. They always do respond. But when they do, what happens? I'm gonna tell well, you tell happens. me. They tell me. I'm, I'm listening. No, the church is gonna the church will come out and respond and say, Look, let's stop this and then they'll do it again. Let's not have this and they have funerals all the time. Then somebody will say Oh no 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 hold on, hold on. That's music. not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about are prerequisites. For example, teaching young people who are prospective parents how to be parents and right. training them to not have kids out of wedlock to go to school, obey the laws, become productive citizens. That's the responsibility they, of they, the community. They, but they've That's got no one else's responsibility. And, and until you, you they, face that, you're always going to be shifting blame on someone else who doesn't give a damn. Right. Because all they're going to do is buy world. homes away from you and put up gated walls and use yes. police and guard protection. They don't give a damn about your welfare if you don't. Right. It's, look, it's a lot of it's a lot of distractions, right? So when children are growing up now, the ones who don't have that kind of structured parents that are really instilling in them to get their education, right? Some parents aren't that particular about it. They just they go to school and you know they're not really watching over their children because they're doing whatever, living their life or whatever they're doing. So. What happens is these children get distracted by videos, by influences from outside of the house that will influence them in negative ways. So really right, I understand that. No one is disagreeing. Like, See, notice what you're doing. A yeah. lot of people, when, when, and I've engaged in a lot of linear logic and solution-oriented thinking, and what many people do in problem-solving is they keep restating the problem. 
I understand the problem. Now it's how to address the problem to get a resolution to it. Your churches, your nonprofit organizations, all these organizations have to pitch in to change the climate. What and I you blaming is, someone, wait a minute, you blaming someone else and using these negative names does not advance the ball, not for you, not for anybody. But solutions, but solutions, it's like this. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same thing. So what That's why I'm is, asking you to do something differently. I'm pleading what I'm, with what, what, I've been, what I've been advocating is that we kill this music that's influencing our children to kill each other. We got to ah, stop it. Stop right there. Stop right there. Is that music legal? It's freedom of speech. Okay. Then what you're asking someone to do, now I understand what you're saying, and in a perfect world, probably that would happen. But we're not in a perfect world. All we right, have so to look both damn ways before world, we cross Wait a minute. Even if we get, have, it won't get fixed until we fix on. that. Even if we have the walk light, we still have to look both ways before we we cross the street. So you have got to put. You sound like a smart man. You sound like a smart man. You've got to put <laughs> countermeasures in to uh, rebuff and resist communities that you know exist. You're sitting here telling me what the problem is, but you're also saying I'm helpless at the foot of the problem. Then get someone else, especially start in your community where you are. Get another person who agrees with you. Go to PTA meetings. If they're not teaching what you like in the schools, get your caucus there and, 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 and object to what's being taught. Get a little money so that you can uh, uh, grease the palms of politicians. Hey, you've got to learn how things work and then work them. Yeah. All right. See, what you sound, you sound to me, and I never accept this, you're making excuses, and that's weak, weak, weak. Every time you said I made an excuse, you're not really pointing to the excuse. You're just saying you're making well, an excuse. Well, I yes, I, I pointed to it directly. The excuse issues. is not taking accountability and rectifying the behavior of the one that's committing the act. That's number one. If I grew to clean up, up the actors. Clean up the actors. They know who do this stuff. Yep. You got to take them out. Put their asses in a cage. They're acting like animals. Cage them up. Yep. See, you guys allow this shit to go on, and then you try to blame someone else for it. Listen, no one's listening. It's kind of like these radio telescopes listening for <laughs> listening for intelligence in outer space. There is no transmission. Nothing is coming in yet anyway. So, I mean, it's up to you to do it. Go to your pastors. Talk to them. Now, look, I can tell you what your pastors are doing. They, they, they've taught people to tithe, and they're raking in money. They t- pastors take in a lot of money. Not all pastors, but a lot of pastors do. They're bleeding your community. And they have the people thinking that they need to tithe. Tithing is not even part of the New Testament teaching. 
Now, I didn't say giving wasn't part of New Testament teaching. What I because oh. I've I've mixed it up with pastors, and they force all your power, your money. They take your power, and then they don't live in the communities. They live in a nice community. Think about it. Yes, sir. Take note of where where most pastors live. Now, how the hell do they overcome all the problems that you're talking about? They have nice cars, nice clothes, nice food, nice houses, nice contacts. They have nice everything, and they're using the money of the victims. Go ahead. Cam? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can so, hear you. Go ahead. All uh, right. So what you just said, I, 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 for the accountability part, some of that's true, but what you just said is one percent about the pastors and especially the, the uh, imams. Now, when you were saying that about the nation of Islam being a good program, you know, for I guess for structure. Well, they have a good model. I, I, that's what I meant. They have a good model. Go ahead. Yes, yes. You, you're right. They have a good model. But one thing that I've learned, and, and trust me, I've been Muslim. I've been, you know, I've studied masonry. I've studied, uh, I've been in uh, the Hebrew Israelite community, you know, been in that my whole life. But, you know, like I said, I've searched other ways, but I came back to my Hebrew culture. Uh, I'm Old Testament, so I enforce instruction and law, which is what the Torah is about. Now, I'm going to tell you something, though, what I've, I've learned, and, you know, and I understand your model of what you're saying, but a lot of these young kids, and especially with, you know, just the young kids and, you know, the young men, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I was humble with, you know, a couple of us up there probably have been there too. Me, my brother, my mom, we'd have been homeless before. Now, when I was homeless, you know, I've, you know, I've, y'all know, I've, I've wrecked my Hebrew Israelite. I don't care where my colleagues, I wear my kufi, everywhere I go, wear my rings. I'm going to tell you something. I had a guy that walked up to me because, you know, I've always had leg and muscle issues. And I was walking to the library when I was homeless. I was walking because a lot of homeless people went there. And the guy told me, he told me, you know, because my, my leg issues, my arthritis issues. He said, you know, your house shot is going to heal you, you know, that you just got to come back to him. You got to go join, you know, a church or, or not church, but, you know, the camps or whatever. He said, that's the problem with a lot of, you know, these homeless brothers and sisters. They don't want to, you know, come into and go and, you know, be uh, uh, members of a lot of the camps and try to do the right thing. And learn, you know, the Torah. So I looked back, because he made a random statement to me. I said, um, well, you know, it's crazy. I, I am Hebrew. You know, I've been in the organization. I told him, you know, and I 
And I told him what organization, camps and all that. And he was like, well, you, you know, he just kept talking. And I told him, I said, you know, the funny thing about this, what you're saying, man, about me being homeless and, you know, maybe come back to the house, that would stop me from being that. I said, you know, I've reached out to camps. I've dealt with in the past. No help. I said, I reached out to and, you know, and I told him, I said, well, one thing that I, I saw was, and I let this guy know when I was homeless, this, I said, one thing that I noticed, majority of everybody, majority of the young homeless people are have knowledge yourself. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you that. A majority of them do. Like, I'm going to tell you something. It was... Like, I'm going to tell you, at least 80% of homeless people, especially black people, they all have a knowledge of stuff. I don't get, like, so that, you know, going to the pastors and the pastors living in our community, that's 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 not going to do too much. I You know, I will agree with you on the other things, but, you know, but a lot of these kids, and especially not just the kids, but the youth, and even a lot of these middle-aged adults, they're not going to listen to that model no more. Like, don't get me wrong. I respect, you know, how we, what, you know, you're telling us that we could do, but they're not going to listen to this shit. They're not, like, like, and, and, and something that, um, and like I said, I, like I said, when I was homeless, which I tell you, I told one guy who came up to me when I was homeless with that crap. I told him I'd have been a part of all that. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I was in, uh, about a year or two ago, I was in the, um, yeah, I was in, you know, uh, the doc, not doc, Ross, I should say. But, uh, okay, let, let me get a little clarity on what you were saying, if you don't mind. You You say they're not going to listen to it. Could you uh, explain that just just a little bit? Okay. For instance, you know, you you telling justice. Okay, if y'all telling justice, a lot of truth, a lot of jewels. Okay, which I'll teach them. With, you know, you know, did that black issue and that white issue. And, I'm gonna tell you something. How justice is active. And how he's responding, y'all, is how a lot of these these people who are out here in the street that they are talking. That's how they that's how they act. I, I know I've been in the street. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. Believe it or not, I've been home. A lot of those guys don't want to hear that shit. They respond to you just the same. Could I stop way. you right there? Because I I think what you I think. What needs to be observed here is that they may not hear it at a certain time. I I can understand that. Timing is everything. Now, I didn't mention participating in your city council meetings. In other words, being totally involved in your community, starting with your pastors, because there you have a population of people, hopefully united and concerned people, and then, of course, your schools. So, look, this this is the way it works. Either the people who are in a community have to be the most concerned about it 
or no one will be. So it's just it's just at what point do they get fed up and want to make changes? Now I agree with you if you come to a young person, man or woman, male or female, at 13, 14, 15 and start trying to impose restrictions upon them, right, it probably won't work. But if one starts early, it more than likely will work. But I'm I'm Mm. just saying, don't get me wrong, what you're saying, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you something, but I've I've seen and I realized from a former person who would have been homeless and then been in the truth while being homeless at that time. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of those those young guys, you know, those young, not just young guys, but the older, middle-aged, I don't care, I didn't, I didn't see 50, 60-year-old men. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Even the ones that aren't drug addicts, a lot of people say, be you home, you got to this, you got to be this, but that's not the case a lot of times. But I'm going to tell you something. A lot of these people that's out here in the streets, I'm going to tell you something, that's in, like, the street, especially, you know, you see more older people that are in the street than younger people. I, I, now, I'm, I'm just saying that. Like, when I was homeless, I'm going to tell you something. I met plenty of hell, homeless masons. I done met plenty. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.